Yeah. Now, you know, I'll, I'll give credit where it's the pro is, guys. Is... Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, say, uh, uh, guys, just one at a time. <laughs> one person. <laughs> Let's go in alphabetical order. N before P. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> go ahead. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> Victory is mine. All part of my brilliant plan. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your host, the Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy Hiroti, and your Hunter Master Ranger, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! So, hello and welcome to the show this week. I'm your host, Night Demon, joined by Mr. No One Responds in Real Life and Hiroti. That See, you're not though. It's Parotti. I don't I don't know how you're doing it, but you're not rolling. I did, I just did. About three times. I'll emphasize it on the podcast. I'll I'll make it I'll make it louder. It's not how loud it is that you got it wrong. It's it's you're not actually rolling or trilling. It's called trilling the R. It's not even called rolling the R. You're not trilling the R. Oh my words. I'm just saying, look, I'm trying to help you, bud, okay? I don't need any help. I do I do what I do when I do what I do. Anybody else follow that? And I'm here to talk about Destiny stuff. And I brought you two along with me to talk about Destiny stuff. So that's what we're here to talk about. So, lots of controversy in the news this week that we're not going to get into, but... I will point you in the direction of the DCP podcast if you want to look at or listen to at least half an hour's worth of explanation about the Latin post that Bungie did post on Twitter or X this week that has got a lot of controversy. They had uh, Blue Westlow come on because apparently he he was quite vocal with his replies and trying to get a good conversation going about what happened and why Bungie did that, and what they should have said, and, and things like that. So Miss 5000 Watts and Blue Westlow had a, a decent conversation about that, and explained a lot to me, because I didn't really understand what was going on. And like Parody said before the show, I mean, Parody and I don't have a dog in this fight. Respawn, you know, is in that community, also doesn't have a dog in this fight, because we don't want to spend the next hour talking about it. And getting so then why would you Respawn say that? Angry, but there's no... Because I'm telling people to go and listen to DCP if they want to listen to that controversy that's happened this week. Because we're here to talk about because the fun put, elements of the game. Because I know it happened the in the community. So that's what we're doing. We're glossing around. No, I'm not talking about the yeah. politics. You said yeah, Respawn doesn't have a dog yeah. in this fight. I, depending on how far you want to go, I do. No, but you don't. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that out. No, you, no, you don't. There's there's no dog in this fight. You you didn't have any replies on Twitter. Who said you didn't I didn't get involved in the fight. Did you? I have two. I have two Titans and I have my own. Yeah. I spoke to Elon directly and he said no. Uh huh. (laughs) And also, I which I I wasn't aware of until I kind of watched uh, Lucky Ten P video this week, and I listened to the DCP podcast again. If you want to go and listen to it, two controversies this week: the the Twitter post and 
an ex Bungie employee is oh, suing the company. Yep. Uh, is an, an ex HR person for being terminated for bringing up, uh, I think it was something to do with racism in the company. And then I was quite shocked because when I was listening to DCP, uh, Mylan Games was on there telling a, a story about when he worked on the Grimoire anthology and how he witnessed similar kind of things happening around him that he wasn't actually involved in but it was more like you get on board and be a team player and, and things yeah, like that but his story was, mm-hmm. was very interesting so um yeah go listen to the dcp this week for those things but we're here to talk to you about other things to do with destiny so i thought this week because i'd like to get ahead of the game i know iron banner's coming up next week and they didn't really mention it in the twelve. But we've got Iron Banner Control coming back next Are you week. Sure, it's Control. But the week after, I'm a hundred percent sure okay. it's Control. Because they told me, they told me like months ago. They, I think it was on. It must have been a Twitter post, and I, I made note of it and I wrote it down on my little spreadsheet to say, right, it's Fortress, then Control, and then Fortress again. We we've completely skipped out uh, Eruption, or yeah, it was Eruption, wasn't it? And we're getting the new game mode next season. So I've already made a note of what that is and what they've roughly told us it was going to be. So when that comes up, we can go through that. But after Iron Banner week, which is my birthday week, if I've mentioned that a couple of times. You know, I don't know if I have. Once or twice. My birthday week. My birthday week. I'm just claiming the whole week as my birthday. No, no argument there, bud. Yeah. Exactly. But the week after my birthday week should see the return of the Festival of the Lost. Which we know a few things about, but we don't know that much about. I mean, in the past, there has been a haunted forest. And then I think for the last three years, there's been haunted lost sectors. And uh, there's been many like masks that you can collect to um, adorn and, and make yourself look pretty and go into these haunted lost sexes. I'm thinking, because they haven't really come out and said they're changing it at all at the moment, that it's going to be exactly the same. What do you guys I think? I mean, as of right now, Bungie hasn't really been creative on the Halloween front, you know? And as a matter of fact, they've taken away some of the funner aspects of it, like the invincible guy that runs around chasing you, you know? They're putting you in lost sectors nowadays, and you just yep. got to kill the pumpkin heads and you pick up the stuff. That's not as fun to me as the ever-increasing randomly generated areas that have, you know, an unkillable guy chasing you. That added just the right amount of, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, instead of a lost sector where you're limited to your space, the other Halloween that they used to have would be like... You have a space, and then once you do what you need to do in that space, you have options where you can go left, right, or center, and then it's changed based on where you go, and then you go in that area, and then you're stuck in there until you beat it, and then you go forward, right? So it was a changing landscape. It wasn't static like it is now. And, like I've mentioned before, you had a giant invincible knight that was chasing you the whole time you're trying to do this, giving you that the, the, Michael, My- the Michael Myers feeling, you know? The guy from Halloween that just chases you slowly with the knife, yeah. but he's always there. That feeling, you know? So that they did that yeah. wonderfully, and then they backtracked, and now they just stick us in Lost Sectors where we kill pumpkin heads. That's not fun. Which means they're probably going to do it again. Well, it, it, was kind of, it was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of fun, but I think it's now got more repetitive than it was with the Haunted mm-hmm. Forest. At least with the Haunted Forest, 
when you went in, you could have different masks that gave you different kind of abilities. So you could put different perks on there and then they unified those across all of the like that, haunted though? forest. Do you think and that then that's they cool did a whole mask doing different things. I, it, it gave you a, a different kind of. It gave you the illusion uh, of choice. Avenue. Thank you. I was going to go yeah. with that parody. Yeah. It, it, it's not real. It's just something they put in to fool oh. you. You know. Well, yeah. well, well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's slightly. I mean, it, it, they did. Like it did give you. It did give you something. Like it did. You know. I can't remember. You know, gave you more heavy ammo or reload your weapons faster or did your grenade. Like, you, you, know, you know, like there were actual well, perks behind it, but it was sort of like. It gets you know it gets to the point where it doesn't really matter what you have on because you're just going to destroy whatever's in front of you. It was right. sort of a you know which playstyle do you want to lean into more, and this will give you a little bit of a boost. So I mean, it, it was something. It wasn't you know like a game changing thing, but it was something to choose at least. At least at least give me something to make a choice on, and not just put on this hat and go murder things. Well, you, you, you could just put on the hat and go mm-hmm. and murder things. But, yes, I've, I've got an original helmet from, like, four or five years ago. It's got no light to it, bless it. But, of course I do. You know, because I like to tell the people about what... We like to reminisce about what was there and what could possibly mm-hmm. come back. You know, what happens if it comes back this, this I, I doubt season, it, though. They've you know, had their people go, oh, with everything I that's going on with the new game that's coming out, with them splitting their teams up between this game and that game. And, you know, not to mention there may or may not have been recent controversies. I don't think they've had the time or the manpower to change it from what it was, you know? No. I mean, yeah, because it was something that was put into the content vault with the uh, branches of time when we got, when we lost Mercury. It was all kind of tied to that. So it was like the haunted branches, wasn't it? But you could have a helmet that had vampiric touch, which precision kills triggered health regen significantly increased a damage to challenging enemies and increased the drop chance of heavy ammo on a kill. And then we had, what else was there? It was Energetic Assassin. Precision kills grant grenade energy and melee energy and significantly increased damage to terrors and they increased the drop chances of heavy ammo on kill. And then Higher Purpose, which was significantly increases damage resistance while airborne and increases damage resistance to all enemies and increases the chance of heavy ammo on a kill. So... They also added modifiers to each branch. So you could get good modifiers that gave you a kind of bonus as you went through, or you got uh, modifiers that kind of like uh, togetherness where you had to stick together or um, you had the little pools of light that you had to pick up. Some of the things that you now kind of find in the Nightfalls were these kind of modifiers that they put in the, the haunted branches. But yeah, that was that was quite interesting. And I was looking back through the the footage and stuff that we had from last year. And we only had four of the lost sectors that they provided us with last year. There was one on Europa, there was one on the EDZ, there was one on the Moon, and one on Nessus. Do you think we're going to get more lost sectors, or do you think we're just going to stick to the ones that we yeah. we had I, last year? I, no, I'd like no, to think, think that we so. add more again but... because I don't think Bungie's had the time they need to do that. You know? Do you not think that they would put one on the Throne World and one on the um, Let's see. should on and would? Just to add things. another couple of the mix. It? Yes. Are they going to do it? Probably not. I think they will switch them up. 40. Squirrel! Are you 40, Demon? You're not 40. You're not as old as I am. Huh? Yeah. Really? I'm older than you. He is, he is the British dad. Yes. No, he's not. How old are you, Timmy? 
but he's, he's, he's a year less old than he's going to be soon. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. No, no, he's a week less old than he will be soon. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, it's listen, an, only a couple of days at this years. point. All, they only have a year. That's the only t- only measure of time they have. How many how many kilometers old are you? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, yeah. so as far as law yeah. sectors go, in my mm-hmm. mind, I'm thinking, or you know, thinking, hoping. Okay, let's be honest. I, I'm hoping there are no law sectors because I'm so tired of law sectors. Right. But I'm, but I'm guessing at this point is it's sort of a thing they can sort of like toggle on Halloween mode for law sector. Hey, we can we can basically apply the Halloween mode for this, and so we can put these put them on different law sectors, test them a time or two, make sure nothing completely you know falls over. So I'm hoping we get a different batch. I mean, that being so said, there's past, there's so probably. many, you know, new players or players who didn't play last year that if they kept them the same, Night Demon would tell you, but I wouldn't have any recollection of where we were last year. Right. So I'd like to say they're going to be different, but Bungie has not, uh, in the last few years, put a lot of, I, I'm not going to say effort. Well, well, well I'm not going to say effort because I'm sure, you know, making this stuff work, like, like, like there, there is effort that goes into this, but it's definitely not something, something they've focused on, i.e., Whatever bugs we saw last year, we may see again this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm hopeful, but not optimistic, which feels like just sort of the, the vibe at the moment of how I feel about this game. <laughs> hopeful, but not optimistic right. in some ways. Uh, it's love you, Destiny, up, but, it's but so true, man. It's still so love true. you, but we've been here long enough to know what the abusive relationship entails. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> So we had the K1 revelations last year on the moon, Perdition on Europa. We then had, what else was there? There was another one on the EDZ was, I'm just having a quick look because I've got them, uh, Flooded Chasm on the EDZ. And then the final one, which was on Nessus, if it comes up, was the Rift. So those are the four that we had last year. And... What happened was it was very similar to how we've had the events before. You go and visit Eva Levante, who perches herself in the tower, right where Lord Saladin will be. So Lord Saladin will be there next week. The week after, we will have Eva Levante. And you can load in from the director. There'll be a node in the top uh, part of the tower. Or you can go to the little kind of stool that's next to her to the right and load in from there. And as far as I can remember, they were... You could go in with a match-made team or you could go in by yourself. You could set it to be private and you could go in and do your own kind of thing if you wanted to. Was that the same last year? Because I vaguely remember the Haunted Forest was. Did we have those kind of two separate nodes last year? Do you guys remember? Uh, I don't, remember. I, I don't no. think so, no, but I, I do not remember. <laughs> I think you could because I think people were saying that they wanted to go in and be able to do like the bounties and get the kills by themselves. I mean, it was a lot harder to get like the headless ones, which were the kind of the big bosses in there. Um, but some people were kind of struggling with it to kind of do it. I'm sure they still kept the the solo node if you want to, or a private, if you want to take your own private team in with just two of you. I think they had that. And for the last two years, we've had candy to drop and spectral pages and manifest pages and the manifest was it the manifest pages gave you law as far as i remember you had there was two books we had one the, the like two years ago and then we had a new book last year 
and you could do, gather the spectral pages and that would complete your law book from the previous year if you hadn't completed it because i think you found that out didn't you respawn that it was completing all the um law for right. you for for both years for you just collecting the pages so that was a good thing that they kind of implemented the as kind of they didn't tell us that that's what, what was going to happen but it was something that they kind of did um we had weekly daily and additional bounties as we kind of do each time so there'll be two weekly four daily bounties and additional bounties that you can pick up for like will give you bright dust and things the new masks that we had last year which were available to purchase from with candy were the blueberry mask the telesto mask the bread mask the keitel mask the riven mask and the savathun mask and this year coming up we have some tasty masks which look pretty cool because again they've been leaked and i would quickly go over those so we have a callus mask with his nice little purple um, helmet on we have a Tormentor mask, we have a Marasov mask, we have a Nimbus mask, we have a Puka mask, a Clovis Bray mask, and a Good Boy mask. And then there was another one that's kind of, I can see the picture, but they haven't actually listed what the actual image is. So I'm guessing we'll find out what they are. And the armor sets that are going to be available this year, as voted for by the community, were the Crawling Chaos armor for the Titans, which was Spiders. The Maya Galamorphic armor for yeah, the Hunters, that. which again was Spider. <laughs> and the Carpace armor for the Warlocks, which was Beetles. Because uh, we could we could choose individually, you know, vote per class, which was quite nice. So the Titans one looks pretty cool. You could be Spider-Man, basically. And the Hunter one, you could be like mini Spider-Man uh, with little mini arms. From the kind of... I still want them to bring <laughs> back the dinosaur, not for... the dinosaur, the monsters, man. That was by far the best set that they've come up with. And they got outvoted time after time after time. Yeah, but we didn't get to chance. No, that's what I'm saying. They need to bring it back. Forget voting, man. No, but they can't bring it back. They they never did it. That's the thing. Each year, uh, I think it's normally about two or three months after we've had the Festival of the Lost, they they present us with kind of two lots of drawings and say, right, do you like this one or do you like this one? And the community get to vote on which armor they would like in the next year of Fest of the Lost. So this happens like, I'm I'm guessing like February, March time that we had last year. We voted on it and they said, you'll see it in Fest of the Lost this year. Mm -hmm. So this is what we've got. And instead of like, instead of us just voting on one set of spiders for all of them, we were allowed to vote individually, yeah. which is why I've got two yeah, spiders yeah. and one but, beetle pack. I, I mean, look, Bungie, even if you bring it back, you want silver from me? Look, give me the option to be Godzilla. No, I will no. pay silver to be Godzilla, okay? Let me be <laughs> Godzilla. But that's the good thing about this, is that if you have done your Bright Dust, which is why I'm telling people now about Festival of the Lost, because if you want some of these armor pieces, you can just use Bright Dust which is really cool. You can buy the full set for Bright Dust, which gives you kind of about a week to kind of get as much Bright Dust as you can. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've all been saving it up anyway, because the best time to use it is in the events, because the events are the things that kind of only come around once a year. So all the other stuff, you get a chance to drop in the engrams from the reward tracks or at the end of like getting, once you've got to 100 on your, your season pass, you get like one to drop from like Eververse every now and then. And you, the, you know, the less that you've kind of less days and hours that you've put into destiny, the more chance you've got of getting something from any of the years that we've had of Eververse, but they don't put any of the kind of 
uh, events in there. So Festival of the Lost, we have the Solstice, we have the Dawning, and then we have Guardian Games. So those things don't actually make it into those Eververse engrams that you can get from your reward tracks and your season pass. So that's what I kind of save up my Bright Dust for. Is there anything that's kind of really cool that turns up in these like, Eververse for events? I use it on those if I really want to. So and they've got some really cool things. And I think we, we did talk about it a couple of weeks back, didn't we, Respawn? Because you went over it. They've got a haunted carriage, which was which uh, Respawn liked the look of. I think it's called the Mourner's yes. Exotic Sparrow. And it looks like Dracula's kind of carriage from like uh, the, the Gary Oldman film. Yes. Sleepy I Hollow kind of thing. And... Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we do have the fairy tale flight exotic ship, the Stygian seed exotic sparrow, the mourner's exotic sparrow, the spinnert shell, heart powered shell, and the confection shell. There's only a couple of images of these because they have been leaked. They are in the database, but they're not actually anywhere for you to kind of see in game at the moment. Again, when when they go live in the Eververse store, you'll all be able to see it when they go live. So. Uh, during Festival of the Lost, Eva Levante will offer players special rewards to show off their spirit of the season. The Masqueraded Helmet, which is required, don't forget you have to have this. It's a bit like we had with the Guardian Games. You have to equip like the Butt Cape. So we had to have the class item for your character to generate the laurels to actually participate in the event. This time around, it's helmets. So you get a Masqueraded's Helmet and you can, I think before we... It, it specifically said it was either arc, solo, or void. But now, because everything is kind of tied into one mask, it's just one mask that you need because we don't have energy affinities to the helmets. So they are just the helmets now. And you get a Mask Raiders helmet, which looks like Rahul from the tower. And you can then equip the other masks on top of that as ornaments to make yourself look really pretty, basically. And you could level these up. So you could give them light levels, even though they weren't amazing kind of power you could still use them in any activities to generate the currencies for the game so we could if you had excess amount of kind of currency which was the candy last year you could grab epic mystery bags which would give you legendary weapons or you could have a blue mystery grab bags which would give you blue weapons because we're all um, looking for the blue weapons right uh, uh, right Right? Yeah. Uh, 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 no, but I mean, if you only had like a few kind of things that you just wanted to kind of get rid of, you could just kind of throw it at that and it would kind of just use your things. But yeah, I think the epic mystery bags, they gave you the legendary weapons and didn't they give you a chance at enhancement yeah, causing enhancement chance, prisms yes. as well? Cool. Small chance, but they gave you a chance. So the weapons that were available last year were the Braytech Werewolf, the Horror Story, which are both auto rifles, and I think they're both 450. Then we had the Jurassic Green, which was like three years ago, which was a pulse rifle, a solar pulse rifle. And then we had the Macabre Sniper last year, which was very tasty because they gave you a god roll to start off with. You didn't necessarily have to participate in the event. You kind of just went and did the first part of the quest, which was going to go to <laughs> Eva Levante, go and play, I think it was literally one haunted lost sector. And she went, here you go. Here's the Godroll Sniper. You don't have to play anymore, which a lot of people really were nice. happy with. I got that. that. I've never, year, I've never fired it, but, but I have it in my vault, and it sits there very <laughs> proudly going, you're a Godroll. They'll never serve the god you're made after. Sorry. 
And for those of you that are, <laughs> you know, brain damaged and bought the Gundam armor, that sniper matches your Gundam armor perfectly. It does. It's beautiful. Don't yeah, hate well, it. I didn't say it was beautiful. I said it matched. Okay. And I know you're talking about the Gundam armor, which was the robot armor that we were kind of given the choice Gundam. of getting over the... Gundams and robots are different. Any real Asian is going to jump straight for that. They called it right, robots when they sold it thing to us. Did, but we just don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> they were Gundams. Okay. It was, I okay. believe it was in the Gundam style. So if you missed... Yeah. <laughs> Not Baroque, Gundam style, sir. <laughs> what? I was going to say, if you missed out on any of the armor, what they normally do in the Eververse store when these kind of things come around is that you can per repurchase those. So if you did miss out last year or you weren't around last year, you can purchase the Gundam armor and any of the other armors because they did do like haunted skeletons, didn't they, one year? It was literally like the suits that the, the, the kids wore in Karate Kid but with like different um, glows on them for the different skeletons. So that was pretty cool. And I can't remember what else it was. There was, oh, there was dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. We had T-Rexes and Velociraptors and Triceratopses for the Warlocks there. So, yeah. Um, so you can purchase any of the kind of old stuff for silver right. or bright dust, depending on what you It's still, like, the whole time was I was like, look, it looks like the bottom of the bin at, at, at the Halloween spirit store, right? They're like, oh, well, it, by the time it comes out, it'll look different. No, it looked the same. It was horrible. All you hunters that pick raptor, you're a traitor to your race. Right, okay. <laughs> Could have been Godzilla, but no, let's get the cheap looking raptor dime store armor. Yeah. Armor that looks like claws. But you know, whatever. I Clearly love my dime store armor, and you can never take that away from me. Yours was cool though, man. The the, the Titans had a T-Rex and it was actual armor. It wasn't like cloth painted to look like armor. You're just playing the wrong class. That's on you. Look, I'm no, don't you go there. No, my hunters betrayed me is what well, happened. This year, the weapon that we uh, is in the database at the moment that Fallout Plays did a video on, he goes over all the other weapons from the the previous Fest of the Lost, which I'll link in the show notes if you are interested in what roles to look out for, if they are still the same. He has a good guide on those ones. But he also goes over the new grenade Please launcher because it's called the Arcosic. Why can't I, I roll my eyes? I'm allowed to roll my eyes. You can't tell me what to do, you Dad. Can't do it. So stop trying. I roll. Listen. I can. They, 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 they just it. did it again. <laughs> Don't pick stop on me. I'm picking on you, man. It's all part of the empire. Anyway. You are. Yeah. Fall in line. Anyway, we've got the Cosmetic GSP grenade launcher. It sounds it like, a, like hate it's a heavy grenade it launcher. A He's doing and it on purpose. It's a rapid fire frame. And it has the Nadir Focus and Search Party on there. So Nadir, the Nadir Focus is sustained fire, increases accuracy, range, okay. and uh, increases lunge distance for swords and projectile volatile and and projectile velocity for launchers. And then we have Search Party. This weapon is granted faster aim down sights, speed, and movement speed while aiming down sights. Yeah, and no allies he, 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 are near. So those are the kind of two that have an R in it, like four, for example. Right? He doesn't roll that R. 
He just rolls the ones that start with Look, an R. And he can't even do that. He's not even rolling. He's just got a speech impediment. Listen. <laughs> Stop it. I'm not You're doing this. You're picking on my disability. hate crime right now. <laughs> yep. No, they're committing a hate crime against me. Birthday week. You can't. You can't mess with him on his birthday week. No, this is no. This you, is no. Yeah. You're not taking this the whole birthday. damn week. You can have your this birthday day, week. But you're not uh, a birthday sir. week. You're not some no. tiny <laughs> teenage white girl. Okay, no, you don't uh, get a sir. whole ass week. Sir, no, no. He. This is both oh, yeah, birthday dude. week and Iron Banner week, and that's a celebration that only comes around yes. very right. rarely. Right. So he can have Iron Banner week, but you can't have both, brother. It's it's the same. <laughs> Iron Banner is his birthday. Birthday is Iron Banner. They are one and the same. Yeah. So the traits that are available on this grenade launcher, we've got Repulsor Brace, we've got Cascade Point, Explosive Light, Wellspring, Collective Action, Destabilizing Rounds, and High Ground, with Enlightened Action, Impulsor Amplifier, uh, Surplus, Loose Change, Clown Cartridge, Field Prep, and Quick Draw. But again, Fallout goes over it in a little bit more detail than I do. So if it's something you're kind of, it's a void heavy grenade launcher. So yeah, if, if you're interested in that, that's also in the database to have a look at. Go to d2foundry.gg and have a look at it. If you want to have a look at the perks and what combinations you can kind of get and see what role you're going to be looking at. perks, for. and I'm sure Fallout will tell me which ones mm -hmm. I should get. I will not actually receive any of those roles, but you know, I can dream. That's not true. Your blog is pretty decent when it comes to roles. You just don't do uh, enough. Because my vault is full content. and I need to okay. clean it out again. I just cleaned mine out, and I only managed to free up 13 slots. If you want to have a quick preview of the Festival of the Lost leaked armors, I will also link the webpage that I'm kind of looking at those on in the show notes as well for you to kind of have a look at um, if you're interested beforehand. So, Because, again, we've got a week to, week to go, so gather that bright dust so you can purchase... Oh, I've clicked all the buttons now. I've, I've accidentally got rid of all my windows. Yeah, <laughs> all the windows. Bye, Windows. Oh, oh no. Bye, <laughs> Windows. All right, open up your web browser Contr and then do um, Shift-Control-T. Yep. I was just going to say Control-Shift-T if you're... <laughs> or Command-Shift-T. Yeah. That doesn't matter if they're all... We're helping now. you out. It'll open up all your tabs you had it's... open, dude. No, I'm fine. No, no. I mean, I've still got some tabs open. I'm just saying I've got... I just accidentally clicked on all the ones that I, I didn't... Yeah, okay. never mind. But anyway, Fess of the Lost coming back. There are some weapons to get, which are really cool. Some of the auto rifles are doing really well. The uh, the Braytech Werewolf, um, a couple of seasons, well, yeah, it must have been about a couple of seasons back. I remember Destiny Fun Police putting out a video going, you know, get this out of your collections if you had it, because there was a god roll in your collections if you're around when the first time that you had it kind of thing. So that was a good one to look out for. The horror story, not so much, but then the Jurassic Green was a really good pulse rifle and the Macabre was a very good sniper rifle. So... I've got high hopes for the grenade yeah. launcher, um, but we'll, we'll see. We, we haven't that had a Halloween out. sword yet, have we? Nobody needs a sword. You have plenty of swords. No. I delete so many swords every season. Swords. Okay, then what really Then do. what would be a good weapon? Because we have so many grenade launchers, too. We have more see, grenade launchers than we know what to do with. Here's the secret. You don't need any more weapons. That? You have enough weapons. <laughs> you, you, you just don't need any more. You have all the weapons okay. you could ever possibly want. Okay, you're not wrong, <laughs> but you know, guardians are loot chasers. So what you gonna do? You know, you know what I'd really enjoy for for a festival of the lost um, celebratory reward? Armor, vault space. Go on. Oh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bungie, would you like people to play your game obsessively? Would you like this to be the most well-received, you know, event you've ever run? Give Vault Space as a reward. I will pay you silver yeah. for Vault Space to buy the thing to get the Vault Space as the reward. Oh, I will no, give you silver. Instead of getting a legendary armor, you can, you can have a chance to get one extra slot in your Vault Space with every one of the little packages you buy. Legendary Vault Space. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yes, and it's even like a different color. Like it's got like a purple, purple outline to let you know that it was a legendary vault space. Yo, mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah, I'm all I, about that. Yeah, again, and as I'm sitting here going at my at my vault and trying to clean some space because I was trying to pick up the armor that uh, Ascendant Nomad as Fallout this week told me I should go buy from Zer. I had nowhere to put it because there's too many weapons in my vault. So I I, I need no more weapons at this point. I need any delicious spiky armor to make triple hunter out of, but I don't need any more weapons. I have plenty of weapons, especially since you cra- let me craft them. There's so many weapons I no longer need to care about anymore. Cause I can just say I can craft one or two of these and then have the one or two rolls I need and then never have to care about it again. I can just yep. delete them as they come willy nilly and go, I don't care what you are. Goodbye. Speaking of which mellow Mally, um, the thing that we told you to do about the, you know, how to get armor and whatnot. I just managed to take two of my sets that were 100, 190 and give me triple hundreds now. So now I got two extra triple mm. 100 stat armors. Let's go. Oh. Yep. Yo, y'all, for all of y'all that aren't armor farming, yo, get on that, man. I heard people like, oh, I don't care about armor. It, oh. it matters, man. The more stats you can get, the better. It matters it, it to you, matters too. To don't you. try to front. I don't know. I did. I did step foot into a Master Lightfall this week, or Master Nightfall Lightblade. There Nightfall. we go. There's a. Well, no, no. I stepped no, into a master, master with Arcburn, which you know, in hindsight, may have been a mistake. But let me tell you, those numbers you can put on those numbers, they don't really mean much. Although I did see a video from MacTix later in the day that said that's what I should have done. I was halfway to having supreme victory. Mm. But I didn't go all the way. <laughs> so the numbers right. may mean something, but you get into certain activities, and those numbers and those resistances mean nothing. <clears throat> they mean nothing at all. Yeah. The game just goes, you're dead. We do not care about you. Banner or no banner. Yeah. Really? Your banner didn't carry you at all? But with, but with the Vessel of the Lost, it oh. doesn't really matter. As long as you mm-hmm. kill the headless ones... So you don your mask, or you don your your helmet, your, your mask raider's helmet. You then pick a mask if you've got them, because there are many available in, in the collections, and sometimes they do come back in the Eververse store. So a, as a kind of example, we've had Traveler Mask, we've had Dark Prince Mask, we've had Rahul, because he's the standard one, Petrovenge, Lord Shaxx, Dominus Ghoul, Emperor Callus, Will of a Thousands. We've had the Colonel Mask, which is a respawn favourite. We've had the opulent Callus mask. We've had a Mithrax, Drifter, Eris Morn. So if you want to be Eris Morn, you, you could be Eris Morn if it's, if it's there. We've had a Jack-O-Lantern, a Bubbling Mask, a Fractured Traveler. We've had Spider, Eremis, Tanix, because, you know, who doesn't love another Tanix? <laughs> the Honk Moon Mask, a Pyramid Mask, Ada One, the Sweeper Bot, uh, Shaded Titan Mask, uh, that Respawn kind of likes to rock every now and then. The Star Horse Mask, the Keitel, Riven, and Savathun, and Penguin Mask. So that, that's just a few that were available over the and years. All... So if you're lucky to get those, then they are all useless. But, you know, 
the collector in me says I've got to go and collect them. So I've got to go and collect the, the new ones from this season. So, yes. No, no, they, they go in your collections. If you, go into your, if you go into your collections under Flare, it's under miscellaneous and masks. So, yeah. And they all go in there and you can just pull them back out. Or um, Some of them get pulled back out as masks and some of them you can just click on your um, mask raider helmet and it'll just give you a drop down box of all of them to then put on if you've got them available or if you purchase one from the Eververse store. So, yes, make yourself look pretty. If you've got access to the masks, you put a mask on, uh, you go into the haunted lost sectors, you defeat enemies, and then you have to stand in three different sections to summon a headless one, which is uh, like a big knight with a big axe that you, you down very fast. There's only, I think it's it's a three-person activity, isn't it? You, you kill those, but sometimes the spawning circles all spawn at the same time. So you have to be, sometimes you have to be quite coordinated with one person standing in one, one person on the other side, and one person on another side, and summon them all at the same time. And I think there was 15 in total that you could summon for each lost sector. And then once you reach the maximum of the 15, it then summons a boss, you kill the boss, and then it drops all the loot from a chest at the end. And you can rinse and repeat and collect all the rewards that you need. So. Yeah, as I said, there is lore to collect from the previous two years. If you haven't already got it, it should work the same way again this year. And we'd probably get another lore book because who who doesn't love a lore book? Arf loves a lore book. It doesn't mean who doesn't, not who does. Yeah. So there's lore, there's loot, and lost sectors with three L's. Live, laugh, and litigate. I don't know. What's that got to do with funny? No. It's not know. part of is it, it, is it? Are you sure? No. Have you tried? Yeah. Oh. I try a lot. But I can tell you, available in the database of what is going to be coming available, we have a pumpkin carving emote, which is going to be available for 3,250 bright dust. Uh, no actual look on it at the moment. It's just kind of a little a pink symbol in the database. We have the Skeletal Dance, which is going to be for 700 Bright Dust. We have the Zombie Shuffle, again, 700 Bright Dust. And then we have a rare emote, which is a Cursed Sun for 400 Bright Dust. There's a couple of new ghosts that are going to be available. The, like I said, I think it was the Spinneret Shell and the Heart Powered Shell. And then the two Sparrows that we talked about. And there's going to be the Extraterrestrial extraterrestrial vehicle which is going to be a ship for 2000 bright dust and the fairy tale flight and then there's going to be a shader called the clinging cobweb and again don't know what it looks like it's just pink in the database at the moment not going to be pink when it comes out i don't think although if it's it probably is probably going to be a white or gray type of thing because cobwebs are white or gray usually it's not going to matter because whatever it looks like it's not going to be that color when you apply it true no. What what is it? You know what? We've already asked that question in the past with no answer. <laughs> why why can't you just make the shaders look like the shaders, man? Your like, Honor asked and answered. <laughs> Apparently, yes. Some of the things that were available. Sorry, some of the things that were available in the previous years that could possibly show up in the Eververse store. Because what they do is they try and get as much stuff in there as possible, and sometimes they do leave a few out 
and then they kind of skip a year. But we've had the Cavaliera shell, which was a really pretty shell, which I believe if you purchased that when it did come out, that that went towards a kind of fund, wasn't it? There was a special fund for that one. Or was that one that was just designed by somebody from the Mexican community? I remember it. I don't know. Do you remember this it. one? This was one. Oh, it was the one that looked like it had the right. day of the dead. I know it. I don't know who designed it. Sorry. <laughs> had the day of the dead kind yeah. of look on it. That was pretty cool. Uh, we had a paper ghost shell that looked like a bat. We've had a boo emote, a Buster Ray's emote, which was Ghostbusters, which was pretty cool. The Desmondus, which was a skeletal uh, uh, triceratops, not triceratops, a pterodactyl. Uh, we've had Flower Child, which was a shader very pink one uh, again we'll ha en end up with an event card and last year we had emotes and sparrows and shaders from that so again we don't know what's actually in the event card until they you know go over it and say oh this is what's in the event card you'll have to pay a thousand silver for it collect your tickets as you did the previous couple of events to unlock them you don't necessarily need to if you don't really want the stuff that's in the have you gotten anything good out of any of those honestly i've mm. never i've never purchased them Ditto. i've i've looked at the things I you definitely don't. got for purchasing and i said none of those emotes are that exciting to me so right. mm. yeah but yeah it, it's personal preference if you like it what, what's available in there you know you go ahead and and use it unfortunately it is only available for silver that you can't you know turn bright dust into that to get the the book which w would have been a good way of re rewarding players that have actually put time in to get like have played the game and say right x amount of bright dust will give you the book and then you can you know because you've actually put time in and you've stayed here for the long haul and got the bright dust to, to show for it you could use your bright dust but no and then a thousand silver. Is that like 10 bucks from the mm -hmm. store right a thousand so a ten bucks something like to that. buy something that doesn't really give you anything. Now, if you had like a guaranteed, it does. It nah, gives you emotes no, 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 and sparrows and shaders, it. but it's again, it's no, personal preference. It's all cosmetics. It could be worth it. It gives you cosmetics, is what it, you pay ten dollars for cosmetics. You know, I'd rather pay ten dollars for a god roll weapon, but that's just me. Well, but you said we're not doing pay for pay to play, so no. You don't no. pay to win, you mean? And you're not paying to win if the weapon already exists. Yeah. You're just getting the <laughs> Well, but you, you also pay to play. You can play it for free. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. didn't misspeak. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, pay to win. Yeah. Unless you put a longer barrel on your shotgun. That's all. Yeah. Well, they fixed that now. But we've also got the hexing shell, the hold me emote, the howling projection. It was, was you, not. the moon rising projection, the murder of crows, which is a transmat effect, the papercraft arania shell, the peaceful rest, which is a very good emote. So you're just sitting around some candles, the reanimated verve, which is a shader. And then we've had some exotic weapons. The, the uh, Prometheus lens ended up with a Promethean prelude ornament, which was pretty cool. Uh, the Majestic Whiny, which was a space Winnie. horse sparrow. Uh, Horses Whiny, they don't yeah. win. Unless yeah. it's Bojack Horseman. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and and lots of other kind of haunted things. Jack-o'-lantern shell, pretty cool. Lunar Roar. Uh, the Looming Moon. 
I think that was an emote as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's plenty to look forward to in the Festival of the Lost in the Eververse store and just in game. So, have fun, enjoy yourselves, and um, yeah. I'll link some videos in there as well going over the last couple of years because they're probably still the oh, same. Likely. So, likely. give you a bit of information mm-hmm. going into it. Yeah. I'll find the stuff that I, I found last year that helped people. Because I'm sure there was probably cheese for every videos going, this is the quickest way to get this done. And it'll probably be the yeah, same as it was for the last two years. So. Follow us who will post cheese for every videos. <laughs> like it in one minute. We can, yeah. we can tell it to you in like two or three hours. I mean, come right? on. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently is what people want. You know, this is why we ended up with a new, new patron new this patrons, week from Jason. Sir. Because yeah. two new patrons. Okay. I don't know who the other one was. Who was the other one? I can't remember. His human name is Jacob. I don't know what his Discord name is because he hasn't joined us in the Discord ah. yet. So, so Jacob's ah. is his human name. I don't know how to identify him any other way. His human name. Okay. <laughs> Jacob and Jason. So the two J's have joined us. There's yeah, lots of repetition this week. The three J's and the, the three L's. Yeah, we're doing well. So, yeah, hopefully if you, if you tune in this week, there might be more than just me playing Iron Banner. I might persuade well, Respawn to come in week, and play. And next week. So. See? And it's oh, my birthday, Jesus. so you know, he's going to come and join me. And... <laughs> <laughs> Have you picked uh, out your I'll be at Iron Banner themed but also birthday outfit for the week? Your in-game birthday outfit? Because obviously you have to run the Iron Banner armor. But, no. You know, there's many, many variations of color and oh, yeah. texture you could apply to it. Well, you say this, but, you know, after you've got all the rank, rank boosts and you've got all your pinnacles, do no. you really need to run? You don't. You, you could run whatever army. If I wanted to go in there and look like a Triceratops mm-hmm. on my Warlock, I can go in there and look like a Triceratops exactly. if you I want to. Remember you know? the fact that yeah. everybody got cool dinosaur armor except Hunters. Yeah. I, I bought the I bought the, the, the one for the Hunters as well. I got all three for that season. Because I like those ones, no, they were pretty cool. Not because you're a completionist. I only, I only got, I only got the Titan one last year. I still year, see though, the, uh, You know how many Raptors I see? Zero robots. Zero Raptors. Well, well, mate. I tell you what, then I'm Banner. I'm going to be a Raptor running round. <laughs> Do they? That's how they go when they Do pounce. They <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be doing all throughout the stream oh, when I'm I pouncing and getting a kill. <laughs> Well, oh, oh Jesus! What day are you streaming next week so I can try to get up and join you? Because I would like to enjoy this live and then right? fall Is off there... my chair laughing. Oh, well, Wednesday definitely, because you know that's that's the first full day of Iron Banner for me. Um, and then possibly Thursday mm, and Friday. Excellent, you know? excellent. Let's make let's make Apparently, at least three days of it. Sucked in. It. It's KFO. I think. Mm-hmm. It's KFO. Apparently, we've stuck them in this week. Uh, What's KFO? K, K is one of our two two new patrons. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Patrons, Patreons, people we've suckered in through our sweet gameplay. Sucker name uh, is a strong uh, word. Absolute failing. Join us for this nonsense is way better. If, fa- failing yeah. of, yeah, failing no, of nonsense. We've needed the nonsense. Yeah, no, exactly. Everything yeah. else. Oh, no. you know, our, our, our nonsense is failed, top yeah, notch. failed at gameplay, right? succeeded in nonsense. Yes, yeah, our nonsense is top notch. Don't you ever you, think we don't have the best nonsense around? Oh, yeah, dude. 
top tier nonsense. People's like, what's our secret? We're idiots. Well, we can't secret. compete like with that. Bungie. We can't compete with Bungie's nonsense, you know, because Bungie does come out with some nonsense every now and then. Uh, God, but we, we do try. Never mind. <laughs> if you know, you know, right? There you go. Oh, what's shooting me? Ah! Oh, ogre. Now, am no. I right in, in thinking that we had an update 7.2.0.6 this week parody on October 3rd? Is no. that within the week time frame? Because I'm missing a week of being let's, on the podcast, so let's see. you let's, didn't cover that last week, did book you? Book of Yes. Now that does fall into the into the fiscal calendar week of this podcast. So yes, ah, it, it is fair game. That's good. That's good. It does have a bunch of information we covered last week, but the thing we didn't cover last okay. week. Well, it's hard to know because they keep mentioning these things many places, but they've actually now fixed these the Spire of Savathun. The, they actually removed the mention of matchmaking in Legends difficulty. It said you can matchmake with people. No, you can't. So they've now taken no, that no, out of the game. So poor people aren't suckered in to the legend version of Spire of Savathun. Thinking, wow. I'm just saying you won't be suckered in thinking you will have a team provided to you. You will need to bring your own team. So now it actually tells you that in the game. The Seraph Shield exotic mission rotator. There was an issue where players are going through the teleporter a little early and they weren't receiving um, any rewards at your activity completion. Well, that's fixed now. So as we've learned, don't run okay. through things too fast. That's basically, if you want loot, stop being take a, a yeah. <laughs> take a le take a leisurely pace. In Crota's end, uh, players who completed the Crota challenge mode during the first forty eight hours have been granted a broken throne emblem. Acquiring the emblem will complete the all for one and the superior swordplay triumphs. Now I did see a bunch of help tweet about they were going to send these out, and there was an issue sending these out, and there was a delay. So I don't know if they actually went out to people or not. So. If you did and got your rewards, great. If not, they're still working on it. Uh, Parody, do you know when they're gonna? No. They're gonna do the uh, nerves for my uh, Ahamkara spine uh, trip mine. Um, when yes. are they doing that nerf? Uh, when when we get onto the, this, this week at Bungie, oh, but okay, okay. is part of this patch note all of the things we talked about last week with the, the adjustments into checkpoint? So, nineteen. If, if you like me, you know we're suckered into checkpoint by nineteen. Telling you. You should go play checkpoint so you can give your opinion on it. They they've made a bunch of yeah bunch of changes. If you're interested in all those changes, uh, go look at these patch notes or listen to last week's podcast. They did also fix an issue where the delicate tomb was not receiving unstoppable rounds when the perk is active for fusion rifles. So that is one one little weapon patch they sort of snuck in here, along with the rest of the rest of it is the weapon tuning for checkmate only, which is all the things you know we're tweaking some things up, we're tweaking tweaking some things down. Hopefully the Igneous Hammer won't be the only weapon you see, but we'll see. We'll have to see what happens. They made some more, some uh, adjustments to the visuals of the Banner of War. Not how good it is, just the visuals. So just now visuals. it's more or That's less green or right? a, a different shade of green. Mm -hmm. And they also added a tutorial on how to crush Hive <laughs> Ghost in the Lucent Hive Story mission for the timeline reflection, reflection quests. So if you're going through the Hive Ghost thing and you're trying to figure out why you can't kill the nice lads who are not being dead and not staying dead, they're telling you, hey, you actually have to crush the ghost, which if you didn't know, which you could be understood if you'd never played it before, well, they're yeah, going to say, hey, here's how you do this thing to actually complete the thing you're doing, which seems like a nice touch. So, <laughs> Yeah, I suppose if you haven't kind of gone through the Witch Queen campaign and learned, because that is part of learning part of the mm -hmm. 
the mechanics of it, wasn't it? To remember. cross the ghosts in it. If you haven't got the Witch Queen campaign and you're just playing on the throne world or you're kind of, or you bought this current season you, and you need to do that challenge, it's like, uh, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. There, so there's nothing it. else in the game do you have to kill and then go make sure it stays dead so it doesn't respawn on you. Because <laughs> uh, I can see how you'd be really yeah. frustrated going, okay, kill the guy, okay? Everyone's dead. Oh, wait, now he's back. Why is he back? And then doing that over and over again before eventually either taking to social media to scream about it or taking to YouTube going, what the game is bugged, wrong? guys. What am I missing? Well, that's the thing. I, I've had those moments where I'm going, is the game wrong or am I wrong? Because right. sometimes you're just not sure. So, yeah, one you have a little tutorial to go, yeah. here's how you actually complete this activity and how you, you know, perform this mechanic that if you've been playing for a million years, you know how. And if you haven't, then, uh, you might not know because Tannix needs to come back and teach you how to do it. He does. So you, I, I heard that you went in and played a bit of Checkmate Control. Have you been in and played Checkmate Survival? I've not week? only because I've really only played the bit I played with you for Nightfalls, whatever morning that week was. Yeah. No, I haven't done the survival. I, I noticed there was no one controlling in Control, and and I did I did step into Trials no. last weekend again, just sort of long enough. To sort of test the theory that we that Blue and I had talked about on stream with with or uh, on the last show with Respawn about you know like the new Cataphract GL3 grenade launcher. Blue was like, yeah, I just stepped into trials and they handed me one basically like the first you know time we won a round, and sure enough, like I played I don't yeah. know, four or five rounds and won two or three of them, and yeah, sure enough, the first one they handed me, hey, here's your brand new brand new grenade launcher, so you don't what? you don't have to go up the track, you don't have to earn anything. It it is just in okay. a loop pool of Hey, you know, when you win that set of five rounds, they will hand you a weapon, you know, not every time, but you know, the odds are pretty good. You'll get some, you know, you can spend half an hour, an hour and walk out with a weapon or two if you win a round or two. So again, I mean, and that's in addition to just, you know, earning your engrams, completing your bounties and, and making, you know, C14's track go up. But yeah, you don't have to unlock it first. It's not like in the past where you've got to get to rank 10 to unlock the thing before you could focus it. They'll just hand you one and then it's unlocked and then you can go focus it if you'd like. I don't know if it's available for focusing this season, but yeah, that's you know how the focusing works. Yeah. Oh, that's cool then. I haven't actually tried Checkmate Survival out myself this week, but I was listening to DCP. The the Fire Range guys are back after I think it was about oh, three yeah. months hiatus. So this is Fallout Plays. I think it's Cami Cakes, uh, Drewski's normally on there. So those guys were back this past week, and they they went over all kind of the stuff that they they've missed. So they went back over like the Jack Joe Blackburn uh, video that he put out, going over the state of the game and the reasons why they kind of been missing. So they they kind of done uh, they took a, a bit of a hiatus away from doing the podcast and then there was guardian con then the state of the game and then they've kind of come back and they started talking about all the different things and they were talking about checkmates i think it was control at the time and they were talking about how they were really enjoying it and i think it was cammy was saying that you know his uh, community was very diversive with diversive some people absolutely loved it and some people absolutely hated it diverse they were divided if they were divided loved. they were divisive okay <clears throat> they, yes. they were some people liked it, some people hated it. They okay. were divided. Yes. That's what yes. We're okay. okay. Thank you. So yeah, the, it was it was very divisive. <laughs> yeah. Divisive. Divisive. You're both it saying very the same divisive. word. I'm gonna die on that hill. Continue. <laughs> okay. Don't die, dude. 
but yeah, I think yeah, they were enjoying it. Um, I mean, again, they 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 pointed out the obvious. It was hand cannon city in there and i i found it quite interesting listening to them and how they enjoyed it and i think cammy said he would rather play that than the destiny uh, like pvp that we've got yes. now with all the abilities and things um yeah but at the end of the day would you can go and play call of duty for something like that Dest destiny is the space magic element no, of it no because so, some people like the weapons in destiny without having to worry about all the space magic Destiny has good weapons that you don't have in Call of Duty. You don't even have the same concepts in Call of Duty, right? So, yeah, but the problem is the problem is that those weapons are tuned differently in Checkmate, so they don't feel the same as the the weapons that you have in the uh -huh. other kind of game modes. Which, which is, it's a, I found it very jarring. Did you find it jarring, Parody, when you were using kind of your weapons that you? like to use in that game mode i found oh, it jarring. i mean it, as other people have said i think we said last week it's just igneous hammer city i mean just the igneous hammer was the weapon people were going to and things you're thinking i could outshoot you i could compete you i can hit you in the head with headshots and yet you're still landing you know those two taps or three taps on me to kill me with your hand cannon and yeah, yeah. i mean it's like it, it really just reminds me that you know anything you think logically would make sense in pvp don't it's not going to they're, they're going to pop around the corner, shoot in your general direction and be gone. And you'll be dead. And you're going, but I hit you. I, I, I put these bullets onto your face. How did you hit me with a crit shot from that? And no, you just have to turn off your brain and say, because games and move on with it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go and try out survival at some point in the next week or so and, and see how it kind of feels with the changes that they made to the weapons. Because I, I think, again, I reverted to being hand cannons in there mm -hmm. with everybody else. Um, and it felt a little bit better, but now I'm kind of looking at it now that we've they've changed it slightly again. That maybe I could take some of the weapons that I'm used to in there. And I mean, I don't expect like you are you are not Kimmy Cakes. You know, you know, none of us are Grenader Jake or Kimmy Cakes. None of us are going to run the lobby and get a wee ran. But just you know, going in and feeling competitive. Now, one thing I did notice is while I personally yeah. wasn't you know doing very well. All you know, you know, the games I played were close. Was that your experience that you know, win or lose, at least the games were competitive? You weren't getting blown out, blown out. You weren't blowing people out. It was competitive right to the end. No, oh. no, my mine were mine were blowouts from mm. either side. Uh, I wasn't doing any of the blowing out, but I mean, the team were. I was either on the team that were doing really well. They had like the three or four good players on there that would just yeah. completely destroy the opposite team. Or I was on the team where they were all like me and just couldn't hold a hand cannon. So we just kind of got destroyed. Even though we would, I was trying to capture as many zones as possible, I was playing the, the actual proper gameplay loop. But like you said, nobody was capturing the zones. And it was like... Yeah. Oh, Somebody says that I, a good yeah, way to, no reason yeah. to, capture the zones. to counter that is to use a Huckleberry. <laughs> so a Huckleberry meta, somebody's saying. Yeah, I, I did see a Huckleberry in there. Yeah, I did see a Huckleberry uh, in there, and that, that was quite good. But what I found interesting is that they were talking on like the firing range about maybe putting it into trials. And I was thinking maybe, yeah, it would possibly be a game mode for trials. I could see that yeah. because it, it kind of fits that kind of niche of it's competitive and it's different from like the other kind of game modes and it's not relying on your supers you're not relying on your abilities and it is just down to your skill with the guns and i suppose 
you you could if you kind of worked on it you could kind of get used to that and play that kind of game mode and be quite good at it even if you know you failed at other trials games because you just didn't have your super up at the time or you didn't have your abilities up at the time and that guy kind of managed to get you while you know with his an ability rather than actually using the weapon so i could see that that would be a good place to put it as well as kind of maybe testing it in other places maybe i'm banner so like not, one it's season not currently just in one week in any way shape or form no Okay. No, no, no just, not at the moment. It's, it's yeah. just in the yeah, it's, in, 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 it's just the modifier. It's checkmate modifier, so they can apply it to you know whatever they want. You know, it's not like they're bringing a checkmate mode to trials. It's they're applying basically you know the gun game to you know whatever pre-existing thing. Trials would, I, I don't know. I mean, again, we again we are not we are not the trials gods. You know, we are not the PvP peers over here. As you, I I'm a sleeper trials expert. It, it does it does seem like a decent place. You know, for this, you know, kind of to end up because I mean, you know, trials again. Yeah, I don't know what people, what the people are wanting, but you know, it's always sort of been. I mean, this is the end game PvP. This is Bungie's. You know, this is this is the the highest and the greatest PvP you can play in the game, and it being more focused on you know the gun game and actual gunplay and gun skill, maybe what people are wanting, and and that's what you know what will bring more interest. I mean, you know. Trials and PvP and Destiny is never going to be, you know, stadium version competitive PvP because it's, you know, it's peer based. It's not dedicated servers, et cetera, et cetera, for all the reasons we've already talked about in the past. But I, you know, I mean, I think it's like having this as an option, as a flavor. I also, a thought popped into my brain earlier this week, maybe a little cynically, but I'm also wondering if they're going, since we're working on Marathon, and now granted, Marathon's an extraction shooter, a very different thing. Which actually, Mylan Games had a really good video this week on, like, he's a, apparently a big extraction shooter fan, just like what an extraction shooter is, it, and like the mindset behind it, and he's you know, is, just sort of his take on like, things. Um, oh, what's the game where? Uh... Load it on one side of the map, collect loot, get to the other side of the map, and extract with your loot. If you die, you lose that loot. That's the yeah. two second version of it. Yeah. But basically, you know, part of my brain was going, <laughs> I wonder if if this is in in some little way, like again, like not testing for marathon, but like. Testing some of the some of the systems, some of the tweaks, some of the things going. Well, we have a game, you know. We you know we can test some of these ideas out, collect a bunch of data of people playing it, and sort of seeing how these things are going to play, you know, in a different environment, a la marathon. Division, thank you. The division. Is, yes. Is it like that? Yes. When you went into the, uh, the darkness, yeah. zone, yes. darkness zone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where it's cool. basically a mix of PVE, PVP. You know, there's some bots in there. There's some other players in there. There's an objective to get to, grab your stuff and get out. Nice. And and mm-hmm. if you've never played the Division 2, the Dark Zone is hell. No, the Division 1, the Dark I, Zone was I hell. Was the same in both, honestly. I, I'll never forget the first time I went to the Dark mm-hmm. Zone, and I thought I had a good build. And some dude just like, like he was not ever taking any damage. Yep. And then he would drop yep. this healing thing, which would heal him even yep. more, and do mm-hmm. damage to me. I was just like, what is this? Uh, that's PvP. Oh. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's you think you're good at PvP. No, no, you're not. <laughs> Zero damage, all healing yeah. still killed me. What the hell? Yeah. The other place that they did mention that maybe it might be useful to have it is in competitive, because I think uh, even Fallout was saying that if there was that was the competitive mode, it might give him. Like it, 
it might give him more incentive to go in there opposed to just kind of going there and just getting looped. It might be just a game mode to go in there and play and use your gun skill to get better and go up the ranking system. So that, that was something quite interesting. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to give it another go and see, see how the, the, it plays out. And, um, and then I'll probably try the uh, Checkmate Rumble when it comes out in a couple of weeks' time as well. Because that'd be interesting to go one-on-one versus everybody. Because I've got a build in mind with some good weapons, but need to try it out. And 100% resilience is necessary, apparently. They were all specking into 100% resilience. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, at okay. this point, it's that's that's just your, your ticket to get in the door. Like, why, why you'd run anything less, I don't know, if you've got the option. Well, I don't normally. Any, you know, Titan, Warlock, or Hunter is always 100% for me, even though Respawn ridicules me whenever he sees whatever build I'm running. He's like, oh, what are you running? That's like, because I want to be 100%. That's fine, but you had, I was was yelling at you because you had way more, way more energy spec into strength when you should have had it spec into discipline or mobility, you know? Resilience is fine. That that was okay, but you had no mobility and no discipline. It was all like in strength or whatever. That's why no. I was yelling at you. Hunters don't Maybe need you... to spec in the strength. You you, you don't. <laughs> I might well, if you want to hit the gym and get those gains. Then you dodge to get your melee back. <laughs> <laughs> Again, specking into mobility to get your strength. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a question for like our community that will, people that listen to the podcast now. Each week, I give you this week in Destiny all the upcoming stuff. And it's normally all the stuff that I we used to kind of tell it to you live on the show. Um, and then we kind of put it into videos on the YouTube channel on and on TikTok as well. Um, and I just wanted to kind of get a, a feel from our community. Do you like listening to like the 15, 20 minutes kind of breakdown of everything that's happening this week? Or would you like the three minute short version that I also put out on the YouTubes? Because... I always put the longer version because it explains everything like the game mode. So if you don't know what checkmate control is, checkmate survival, kind of break it all down, tell you about the game mode, tell you about uh, Iron Banner this week, telling you all the different stuff that's, I tell you about the, the the control version part of it, plus also the two series that we've now got going with boosts and pinnacles. So if you're new to the game, it kind of tells you, but then if you're a veteran player and you don't want to listen to that, would you rather just have the three minute version, which tells you just, bog standard this 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 and this and then it's kind of over and done with so i just want a bit of feedback to feed to find his out. back everybody feed <clears throat> his back yeah but while while we're talking about it i might as well just drop this right. week in destiny in here that's a good spot for it yeah. hello and welcome to the eighth week of season 22 season of the witch starting on october 10th 2023 so for week 8, let's dive right in with our legacy rotation, starting with the Forsaken expansion. Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there. The Dreaming City this week is at a medium curse level, which means Petrovenge can be found in the Davillion Mist, and has the Oracle Engine mission for the next week. The Blindwell features Hive enemies and the Plague, Kregar. The Ascendant challenge this week will be the Shattered Ruins, which can be located over in the Spine of Keris on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the moon, the weekly story mission is a Mysterious Disturbance, the Trove Guardian is located in the Anchor of Light, while the Wandering Nightmare is the Nightmare of Jax, Claws of Zivorath at the Hellmouth. And the Nightmare Hunts this week will be Skolas, Pride, Omnigal, Anguish, and Zydron, Servitude. 
For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Phylax the Warrior will be the Empire Hunt, Asterion's Abyss will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Agility. For the 30th Anniversary expansion, Dares of Eternity Legendary rounds are Fallen, Hive, and for the final round, Zydron. The Loot Rotation will be on Week 1's Rotation, with the Scatterhorn Armor Set, and the Wild Hunt Armor Set being available. The weapons available this week will be the Arc Lightweight Frame Bow, Arsenic Bite 4B, the Arc Adaptive Frame Heavy Grenade Launcher, Blast Batu, the Solar Precision Frame Linear Fusion Rifle, Corsair's Wrath, the Void Waveframe Energy Grenade Launcher, Deafening Whisper, the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Hand Cannon, Dire Promise, the Kinetic Precision Frame Sidearm, Enigma's Draw, the Kinetic Lightweight Frame Submachine Gun, Escape Velocity, the Arc Adaptive Frame Pulse Rifle, Giant 7 Rifle, the Kinetic Precision Frame Submachine Gun, Friction Fire, the Void Precision Frame Scout Rifle, Royal Chase, the Kinetic Aggressive Frame Hand Cannon, True Prophecy, and the Solar Adaptive Frame Fusion Rifle, Timelines Vertex. For the Witch Queen expansion, the Witch Queen weekly story mission is The Ghosts, where the modifiers are Fire Pit and Rager Shields, as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you will have Altar of Reflections Catalyst and Altar of Reflections Pact. The Wellspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne World weapon, Veritas armor and a weapon pattern as its rewards. For the Lightful expansion, the weekly mission is Breakneck, with extra shields, lock loadouts and extra champions, Barrier, Overload and Unstoppable champions, Void Threat, Pestilence, Kinetic Overcharge, Arkansola Surges, with overcharged rocket launchers, and galvanized on hero difficulty only. The partition mission will be Ordnance, Contest Mode Enabled with Overload and Unstoppable Champions, Solar Threat, Arc and Strand Shields, Air Superiority Modifier with Solar and Strand Surges. And the Vex Incursion this week will be Umsha Park. In addition, the Weekly Lightful Reset also refreshes the Pinnacle Drop for the Node Override Avalon Exotic Mission on the EDZ. For the Season of the Deep, all three fishing ponds are now exotic all week. Raids and Dungeons The Crota's End Raid Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Crota, Son of Oryx, called All for One. Crota's Overshield must be destroyed in full within about 3 seconds. Plus, if you complete the weekly challenge on Master, you'll get an Adept Weapon. The Adept Weapon you get is a random drop, but works on a knockout system. You will get a new one with every challenge you complete every week until you've unlocked them all. The Root of Nightmares Raid Challenge this week is the first encounter, Cataclysm, called Illuminated Torment. This is where every Tormentor must be killed by a player with the Field of Light buff. The Kingsfall Raid Challenge this week is the first encounter, Totems, called The Grass is Always Greener. Players cannot take the same brand type twice in a row. The Vow the Disciple Challenge this week is the second encounter, The Caretaker, called Base Information, where runners cannot pick up more than one stack of knowledge on each run. The Vault of Glass Challenge this week is the second encounter, Oracles, called The Only Oracle for You. Players cannot destroy the same Oracle more than once. The Deepstone Crypt Challenge this week is the 4th encounter, Tanix, called The Core 4. Guardians must dunk all 4 cores before each DPS phase. And the Garden of Salvation Challenge this week is the 4th encounter, Sanctified Mind, called 0-100, to where you must fully fill each conflux with 30 moats within 10 seconds of initially banking the first set of moats. Your Pinnacle Raid will be the last wish over on the Dreaming City, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the 1st encounter, Kali, called Summoning Ritual. Players must activate and cleanse all 9 plates, then kill all 9 knights and ogres before damaging Kali. The second encounter, Shirochi, called Witch Witch. Guardians must not get hit or take damage from Shirochi's Arc Blast. The third encounter, Morgoth, called Forever Fight. Players must not kill the small ogres during the encounter. The fourth encounter, Vault, called Keep Out. 
Guardians must ensure that no might of Riven Knights make it to the center chamber during the Vault fight. And the fifth encounter, Riven, called Strength of Memory, where Guardians must not shoot the same Riven Eye twice. Also, with the Last Wish being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic Heavy Fusion Rifle 1000 voices. The Pinnacle Dungeon will be the Spire of the Watcher over on the Throne World. And the exotic Mission Rotator will be Vox Obscura, with the Dead Messenger Exotic Grenade Launcher being the main reward. Craftable weapons available from this mission include the Solar Waveframe Grenade Launcher Explosive Personality, the Stasis Rapid Fire Frame Machine Gun Recurrent Impact, the Void Precision Frame Bow Under Your Skin, the Arc Rapid Fire Frame Ultra Rifle Sweet Sorrow, the Stasis Adaptive Frame Sniper Thoughtless, and the Kinetic Rapid Fire Frame Pulse Rifle Peace of Mind, with the Tusk Allegiance Armor Set. Next up, Challenges. Filamentary Magic. Defeat 100 targets with Strad, Arc or Solar Supers. And bonus progress for defeating Guardians. For Challenge XP Plus. Ponderous Orbs. Generate 100 Orbs of Power and find any hidden chest within Savathun Spire. For Challenge XP. Precision Paraphysics. Defeat 200 targets with bows or hand cannons. Earn bonus progress by defeating Guardians or by defeating combatants in Season of the Witch activities. For Challenge XP Plus. Punch Drunk. Get powered melee final blows in Season of the Witch activities. For Challenge XP Plus Plus and Bright Dust. Flourish of Power. Defeat 25 Guardians in the Mayhem playlist with super abilities. For Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. Boss Battle. Defeat 20 bosses in Strikes or Vanguard playlists. For Challenge XP Plus 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 and Bright Dust. And Kinetic Forces. Get final blows with kinetic weapons. Bonus progress for defeating Guardians. For Challenge XP Plus Plus and Bright Dust. Hello! As a reminder, your daily loss sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields, champions and exotic armor you will find inside. But if you're new to the game or using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the loss sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend slash master. Which you can either do solo or with a fire team. But you'll only be able to earn a chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Tuesday, October 10th will be the K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon for Exotic Helmets, Arc Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Solar Shields, Hot Knife Modifier, Overcharged Glaives with Barrier and Overload Champions. Wednesday, October 11th will be the Concealed Void on Europa for Exotic Boots, Solar Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Void and Solar Shields, Arachno Modifier, Overcharged Trace Rifles with Barrier and Overload Champions. Thursday, October 12th will be Bunker E15 on Europa for Exotic Gauntlets, Void Threat, Solar and Strand Surges, Void Shields, Shocker Modifier, Overcharged Grenade Launchers with Barrier and Overload Champions. Friday, October 13th will be Bayer Drowned Wishes on the Dream City for Exotic Chess, Arc Threat, Solar and Strand Surges, Void Shields, Stalker Shield Modifier, Overcharged Snipers with Unstoppable and Overload Champions. Saturday, October 14th will be Val's Labyrinth on the Crossroad Dome for Exotic Helmets, Arc Threat, Solar and Strand Surges, Arc and Solar Shields, Fire Pit Modifier, Overcharged Shotguns with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Sunday, October 15th will be Exodus Gone 2 and the Cosmic Dome for Exotic Boots, Void Threat, Solar and Strand Surges, Void Shields, Scorched Earth Modifier, Overcharged Linear Fusion Rifles with Barrier and Overload Champions. And finally, back round to Monday, October 16th will be Sepulchre on the Throne World for Exotic Gauntlets, Solar Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Solar and Arc Shields, Fire Pit Modifier, Overcharged Fusion Rifles with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Lead the way. Our 8th featured Nightfall of the season will soon face off against Once Faris, the Exhumed Tether in the Heist Battlegrounds Moon, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. 
this Nightfall is free to play. You'll be able to earn high in gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, ascendant shards and adept Nightfall ciphers. The higher the Nightfall difficulty the more common the drop will be with the featured weapon and exotic gear being uncommon at hero difficulty to being common with ascendant shards in God and Masters. Enemies will have Arc, Solar and Void shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero difficulty, maximum effective level 1765, matchmaking is available, enemies have extra shields, champions foe, you will face barrier and unstoppable champions, you can either use intrinsic exotics, use a subclass debuff or unlock anti-champion mods from the seasonal artifact, void threat, 25% increase to incoming void damage, overcharge weapons, weapons overcharged from the seasonal artifact are active in this activity, kinetic weapons do increase damage when your subclass element matches an active surge. Solar and Strand Surges, 25% bonus to outgoing Solar and Strand damage. Overcharged Snipers, 25% bonus damage with Snipers. Scorched Earth, enemy throw grenades significantly more often. Galvanized, combatants have more health and are more difficult to stun. Legend Difficulty, maximum effective level 1815, includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. No matchmaking. Equipment Locked, you would be unable to change your equipment once the mission starts. Master Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1820, includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. Champions Mob, this difficulty adds more champion enemies. Famine, all ammunition drops are significantly reduced. Grand Master Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1815, includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized, Scorched Earth and Famine. Join in progress disabled. Extinguish, if your fire team falls in a restricted zone, your team is returned to orbit. Limited revives, gain additional revives by defeating champions, up to a maximum of 20. Contest mode, which caps your power level to make enemies more of a challenge. Fire pit, when defeated acolytes spawn fireballs that cause damage over time. Chafe, the radar is disabled. And contest mode, which caps your power level to make enemies more of a challenge. To combat champions this season you have access to subclass counters as well as a choice of intrinsic anti-champion artifact mods. Which are, anti-barrier auto-rifle, anti-barrier bow, Unstoppable Scout Rifle and Unstoppable Fusion. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For Anti-Barrier, the Kinetic Bow Wish Ender, the Kinetic Linear Fusion Rifle Arbalest, the Kinetic Pulse Rifle Revision Zero, the Solar Energy Hand Cannon Ariana's Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword The Lament, and the Titan Gauntlet Second Chance, which gain a second charge of a shield throw melee, which becomes shield piercing and stuns barrier champions. And for Unstoppable, the Kinetic Fusion Rifle Bastion, the Kinetic Hand Cannon Malfeasance, the Kinetic Scout Rifle Touch of Malice, the Solar Energy Sidearm Devil's Ruin, the Void Heavy Bow Leviathan's Breath, and the Hunter Gauntlet's Atheris' Embrace, which have a chance to stun Unstoppable Champions with their Empowered Weighted Knife. The Nightfall featured weapon to obtain this week will be the Void High Impact Frame Rocket Launcher, the Braytech Osprey. The Braytech Osprey has a base blast radius of 90, velocity of 41 and stability of 55. It can roll with Bipod, Chain Reaction and Lasting Impression, with Envious Assassin, Pulse Monitor and Auto-Loading Holster. It has the Origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a champion you partially refill the magazine, trigger health regen and improve your recovery for a short duration. And Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with the weapon grant a small amount of health. Lord Jack Springs Mayhem to the Crucible for the 8th week of the season. Mayhem is where two teams of 6 players go head to head in a clash type mode. Abilities and supers charge at an extremely faster rate than usual. Respawns are instant and power ammo spawns are also much faster than usual. With a time limit of 10 minutes, the first team to get 125 eliminations is the winner. And Supremacy will also be available in the Relentless Crucible playlist. 
Supremacy is a 6v6 PvP mode which is a variation of Clash. Every Guardian that falls will leave a class-based crest behind, and collecting those is the key to winning each match, no matter if they were dropped by a defeated enemy or by a fallen comrade. Securing opposing Guardian's crest will net the team one point, and collecting a fallen teammate will deny your opponent that point. Focus on recovering the crest to earn points and defeat the opposing team. Plus, available in the Crucible Labs playlist this week will be the new game mode Checkmate Survival. Checkmate Survival is a modified version of Survival. Just like in the regular mode, each team starts with a pool of shared respawns. The respawn pool cannot be refilled, and when a player dies they will consume one life from that pool. Players have a 7 second respawn timer and when the team's respawn pool is depleted, players who cannot respawn remain in spectator mode until the round or match ends. Each round also features a 2 minute timer after which the round ends or enters overtime. Winning a round can be done by defeating opponents until they have depleted their respawn pools and eliminating the ones still standing, or by having more lives left when the time runs out. If the timer runs out whilst the teams are tied, the round enters overtime. One more minute is added to the timer and a capture point from the control mode is introduced to the map, and both teams lose their unused respawns. The team that captures the point wins the round. If overtime also ends in a tie, the round ends and no teams receive the points. The first team to win four rounds is declared the winner of the match. Don't forget that the checkmate parameters are in play, with primary weapon damage being tuned to feel a little differently from the rest of the game. Players also have increased health and passive regeneration of the grenade, melee and class abilities have all been reduced by 50%, and supers by 40. Also you will not spawn in with special ammo, instead you will have to earn it by generating points from kills, assists, deaths, zone captures and gathering heavy ammo. You won't lose points accumulated on death and special ammo you earn persists through lives and rounds. Additionally you will not drop special ammo on death. Delightful! And Valus Forge returns to the tower for the second time this season, bringing with him the Iron Banner. This is a week-long free-to-play Crucible event which means there will be no Trials of Osiris at the weekend. Power level is disabled, meaning you can go into Iron Banner with whatever weapons and armor you would like. Iron Banner also brings with it challenges and a seal to become an Iron Lord. Each day for 4 days for each character from Tuesday Reset, Lord Saladin will give you the opportunity to receive pinnacle rewards and rank boosts. By hovering over the Iron Banner node on the director it will show you the two series objectives. Each series has 4 challenges rolled out daily over the week. Series 1, players can complete Iron Banner matches with no restrictions to earn Iron Banner rank bonus multipliers. Series 2, players can earn points in Iron Banner with a specific seasonal subclass equipped to earn Iron Banner pinnacle rewards. You can either play each day and collect each pinnacle and rank boost, or you can wait until the Friday reset to play all the games you need to receive all the pinnacles and boosts in one go. To receive the rank boost you will have to play 3, 7, 12 and 18 games in total for all 4 boosts. And to receive the pinnacles you will have to get 50, 125, 225 and 350 points whilst having a specific seasonal subclass equipped. As a reminder pinnacle rewards will give you plus 5 to your power level if you are below the power cap of 1800, but if you are 1800 trying to reach the pinnacle cap of 1810 then the pinnacles will give you plus 2 in light. Players can rank up with Lord Saladin to receive rewards from his reward track, and equipping any Iron Banner armor, ornament or weapon plus Iron Banner emblem will progress your progress faster in ranking up. This is multiplied if you complete the daily boost as well. For the Iron Banner gear boost requirements, all 5 pieces must be equipped as gear or ornament for it to take effect. In Iron Banner control, 2 teams of 6 are pitted against each other, with the objective to control 3 stationary fire pit capture points scattered around the arena, just like in a regular control match. Capturing 1 zone gets you plus 1 point, capturing an additional zone will get you plus 2 points, and capturing all 3 zones will get your team plus 3 points. This also applies to kills whilst holding the zones. 0 to 1 zone will get you 1 point per kill, and 2 zones plus 2 points per kill. If a team captures all 3 zones on the map, that team will activate the hunt, 
which locks both teams out of capturing the zones for 25 seconds. The team who initiates the hunt will earn 3 points per kill, whilst the hunted team will only earn 1 point per kill. After the 25 seconds have passed, all zones will become unlocked and the teams can recapture the zones again. A mercy rule can be activated if one team reaches 60% score before the other team reaches 20. With Iron Banner's return, this also means you have another chance to become an Iron Lord by completing 7 triumphs. These are Jolders of Victory Win matches in the Iron Banner playlist across all events and seasons. Ganora's Seal Acquire Iron Banner armor. Each armor piece must be unique to count towards the total. Ormond's Taste Acquire Iron Banner weapons. Each weapon must be unique to count towards the total. Allwing Spirit Earn points by completing objectives in the Iron Banner playlist modes. Frostmire's Will Complete Iron Banner challenges. Grimmel's Dedication Reset Iron Banner rank twice. Joram's Howl Complete Iron Banner matches whilst wearing at least one piece of Iron Banner armor. An additional progress for each piece of Iron Banner armor equipped. And to gild the title this season, you have five triumphs to complete, which are Glorious Howl Win Iron Banner matches. An additional progress for each piece of Iron Banner armor equipped. Again with Feeling, reset Iron Banner rank. On point, earn points by completing objectives in the Iron Banner playlist modes whilst using a Strand, Solar, Arc or Void subclass. One and done, complete all four Iron Banner challenges in a single Iron Banner celebration. And down dear friend, defeat 200 Guardians in Iron Banner, and bonus progress for using Iron Banner weapons from the current season. Season of the Witch Iron Banner brings with it new rewards to collect, including the Woodland Warband emblem and a legendary shader Dragon's Teeth. The two returning Iron Banner weapons this season are the Guiding Sight Strand High Impact Frame Scout Rifle, which has a base impact of 67, range of 65 and aim assist of 30. In column 1 it can roll with a new trait called Enlightened Action, where dealing damage improves reload speed and handling. Also, Gutshot Straight and Perpetual Motion. And in column 2 it can roll with another new trait called Precision Instrument, where dealing sustained damage increases precision damage. Also, Cascade Point and Kill Clip. It has the origin perk of Skulking Wolf. While at low health, God in Final Blows with the weapon grunt enhanced radar and remove you from the opposing radar. And Nadir's Focus. Sustained fire increases accuracy and range. And the Point of the Stag Art Precision Frame Bow, which has a base impact of 76, accuracy of 68 and aim assist of 72. It can roll with Golden Tricorn, Vorpal Weapon and Precision Instrument, with Archer's Tempo, Shot Swap and No Distractions. It also has the origin perk of Skulking Wolf and Wildcard, where final blows with this weapon have a chance to create experimental submunitions at the target's location. That is amazing. And that's it for week 8 of Season of the Witch. I art, Guardians. Guardian down. Beautiful. Ten, my, my, my unsolicited 10 second feedback would be, you know, you know, if you wanted to record the, hey, here's what these things are and do those, you know, Every every couple of weeks, once a month, and just say, you know, hey, like if you're new or if you're, you know, unfamiliar with this, here's what they are. But there's also, it's, yeah, that's where it gets so hard because everyone goes, oh, I know this, I've heard this a thousand times. But there's always, if if yeah. if you know, seeing creators and seeing people talking about things, you know, whether it be a giveaway, whether it be a, a special event, whether it just be, hey, here's an announcement of a meetup. No matter how many times you tell people, there will still be people who miss it. And still be people who didn't see it going, yeah. I, you know, I, I listened to every episode of the podcast, except for the one where you talked about this. And I'm like, oh, you're finally doing this. You're going, but we just did. So, yeah. So reach out to us, two times in a hunter at hotmail.com or in all the social mediums. Give us some feedback. You know, what do you like? What do you not like? What do you want to hear? What do you not want to hear? 
if you're going, hey, I appreciate you reminding me periodically because you're going, oh, this thing is up. What is this thing again? Because Bungie always does such a really good job explaining game modes and rules <laughs> and how they work there. That's one thing they've just historically been very excellent at and definitely didn't have a patch this week going, we told you it was a thing and it was actually a different thing. Whoopsie. Wait, I hold on. It feels <laughs> like it, it feels like you're being facetious. No, I, I can't tell. Yeah, well, I mean, I would never facetious. What it sounds like, though. I mean, no, Mm-mm. it's all in your head. You know that happens a lot. Well, should we tell people what Bungie have told us that officially what's happening this week in Destiny for the on the twelve this week in Bungie this week at Bungie. That's no, what it's, it's called. It, it's this week in Destiny. They, they can they, they can change the name all they want. Sam, listen, you can call it this week in Destiny for the fifth of October, twenty twenty three. It's still the twelfth. There's a shirt and everything. You can't just go change things. Because because let's be honest. Yeah. There's nothing happening there was... with Marathon yet. There, there there is no twim. There's no twim happening. So we don't need a twit. Nothing's happening yet. You're just like, hey, this is coming. When it happens, then you can change it. Until then, twab. Because a bungee. This is what's happening this week. First off, uh, there, there were new rewards to earn. Um, you know, they gave us a preview of the weapon update and the gunsmith-focused uh, world engrams last week. But this week, we have exotic focusing updates, a deck of whispers article highlight, mid-season armor and weapon preview, and then more seasons added to the cutscene archive. So that I actually appreciate because I have um, not paid attention to a lick of the season story. <laughs> other than Eris is very grumpy, and I'm like, usually I'll at least play, you know, want well, some cutscene to release. Go back and... death, so you got to give her a little bit of a break. Well, well, I mean, I mean, like that's the gist of it. You know, Eris very mad, and we brought you know someone back, and then we murdered them again. You know, and I, I got the big strokes of, of the season, and eventually I'll go back and pay attention to what happened. Or, or, or Bungie, you, yeah. you, you could give me that TV show or movie or you know comic book series or whatever other mediums you're working on over there with Sony now that at least the writers are back to work. You, you, you could give me those and I could watch them and I would pay you money to do that. So just throw that out there. <laughs> well, funny you were saying that. I, I watched a video this week from Destin Laguerre, who used to do the Fireteam mm-hmm. chat at IGN. I think he still works at IGN, but he, he went over addressing like the community because he got a lot of questions about why he doesn't do like destiny videos or he's not kind of done anything for quite a few months on destiny. And it was quite a heartfelt video that he put out there talking about why he doesn't do destiny videos anymore. And it was quite sad to listen to, to be honest, because one of the things that he actually enjoyed doing was doing all the cut scenes and he would go and do like, all the talking points in from the Red War uh, in the story beats, he would purposely go in there and kind of do like hudless videos for people to actually watch. And when Destiny and Bungie kind of came out with, we don't want content creators using like the cutscenes and doing that anymore, we'll, we'll handle it ourselves. He actually reached out to them and said, you know, can I? And they were like, no. And it was like, it was quite sad because it was something that he was quite passionate about doing. Um, you know, it's, uh, he uh, he's kind of uh, was reminiscing over like all the stuff that they did with Fireteam Chat and possibly stepping away from it uh, when it kind of reaches the the final shape and other content creators like Datto saying that they're going to have a st- sabbatical and things like that. So that was quite a cool video. I'll link it in the show notes if anybody's interested. In I don't know why Bungie's like that. They used to say, yeah, you can use it, and then they backtracked on it. I mean, it's not like they're making any money off of, you know, 
their cutscenes. No, cut but scenes yeah, in but the game. Congratulations. If anything, letting the content creators show the cutscenes might draw in more people to your game. That sounds counterproductive, in my opinion. The, again, there might be a lot of crap I don't know about, but to me, I'd be like, you know what? Yes, you can use my stuff. Tell them where you got the content from. Tell them what game it is and, you know, what season or whatever, right? So they can, you know, purchase that season if they want to, you know? Give them details on it. Absolutely. Be my advertisement. But to tell content creators, no, you can't use our stuff, that seems kind of well, dumb. Well, 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 I mean, that's that's the line they draw. And they're saying you can use the stuff, you know, in, in you basi- basically in you adding to it. If you're playing the game, if you're doing a thing, that's fine. If it's, I think the issue was a lot of people were just putting up the cutscenes, but, you know, which is basically the same thing as taking a TV show and sticking it online without making any changes. You're mm. just taking their IP, sticking it online under your YouTube channel, and that's it. And that's what they were trying to ch- crack down on. The the side effect of that being oh so they weren't you know, using commentary or anything like that they were literally just posting the cutscenes right yeah wow. I mean that's, and that's what they said many whatever many months ago when they talked about this is basically we don't want you just putting the cutscenes up and nothing else you know again if you're playing the game and and you know basically sort of you're adding to it you're experiencing it that's one thing if it's just hey here here's some video we made that you're going to post under your name versus our name. Well, no, that's dumb. We're not going to, you know, we're not letting you do that. Just like, you know, just like you can't just post a TV show and say, Hey, here's a TV show that I enjoyed without, you know, you're not, it's not a commentary. It's not talking about it. It's just, here it is in you know, front to back. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, Four Star there's going to be some fallout from that. <laughs> uh, if you don't know team Four Star, they took uh, all the Dragon Ball episodes and movies prior to GT and basically voiced over everything and made it just its own hilarious entity, even though they used nothing but Dragon Ball Z, you know, content. So yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but but that's still you know making you know that's still sort of I don't know if it falls under fair use, but you know making a change to it. It's not just taking it and posting and going. Look at this, guys. Yeah, you know they so. did something with it anyway. But Raul's yeah. here to propose the Price is Right. Raul, that's how you roll your R. Raul, there you go. Raul, no. you are doing See, it from the back of your throat. You're supposed to use your tongue. It's it, it's no, it sounds like you're rolling from the back of your throat. Raul, no, it's not. It's ra. Raul, Raul, Raul. No, what? What are you doing? For the love of everything holy. No. So if you no. want to hear me try and roll some R's no. and scream like a dinosaur, tune into this week when we do some Iron Banner. Because I will make Respawn mad with my R's. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the but stream the stream won't. I won't. You have the power. So the economy yeah. team is here to tell us a lot of things about economies and they're tweaking things. Here's, here's the part we're going to skip to where Respawn's just going to scream at us. So, so, so tier okay. one, tier one focusing. So, so here's a new and lower exotic focusing costs for exotics that'll be implemented, uh, 10 day, 10 days from today. So not this coming, not, not night demon birthday week game reset the week after no. that, the 17th of October is when this change goes into effect. So for tier one to focus in exotic, it's going to be 30,000 glimmer and 10 enhancement prisms. And for tier two focusing, it's 60,000 glimmer and two ascendant shards. Yes, but surely this is for people that have kind of been in the game and they're just trying to do what you kind of explained earlier about like focusing on 
getting high stat armor. This is for those people that are kind of just getting those builds together right. for their high stat armor, that they've got the resources and they're actually putting it towards that usage. Because, I, I mean, to be honest, I've not used this. I've not used any of these kind of um, focusing. And for people that don't know what this is, is that basically once you've unlocked uh, an exotic, you can then go to Master Rahul in the tower and you can see the exotics and you can swap an exotic and glimmer and shards to focus a different stat roll. You can pull another one out and you can even hone it down to different. Um, you can either just do, wasn't it just different um, seasons or expansions, or you could actually pick the specific exotic. As long as you've got that exotic unlocked, you could then use like your ghosts so on your ghost you can put a mod on it to say that you want high resilience on the or high recovery and that would then have an effect on when you kind of pull these out of rahul to say right i want this but i want that kind of high stat role in that area you could use that use rahul to kind of focus and and pull out the your exotic and hopefully get the stat rolls that you want on it and a high Ideally, stat piece of armor. Yeah, but I mean it's now more expensive and you're capped at ninety nine. So at best you can get twenty rolls. Actually well, nineteen because it's not even one hundred. So you can get nineteen rolls. You know? Well it's, it, well, it's actually less it's less expensive. They made it they made it cheaper. Oh, okay. I thought this was no more it's gonna cost you five Ingrams or whatever. Okay, hold on. Alright, um Let's see. Hi ho! No, no. The economy team is here. One of the biggest challenges. Blah, 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 blah. You said that. Yeah. Uh, Go spend all your legendary shards to buy your enhancement prisms, and the other ones are golf balls. And if you're if you're going, what are these oh, two tiers? Is. How do I exotic focus? We'll put a link in the show notes that I've just sent to Night Demon from Blueberries.gg that has a breakdown of not only sort of how does the exotic focusing work, but more importantly, if you're playing playing roulette, throwing your or playing roulette, throwing your little dice on the wheel going, okay, I need a Red War Exotic. What even is a Red War Exotic? They have a full list of what is in all of these pools, the Red you know, the red War weapons, the Forsaken weapons. So if you're trying to do the Tier 1 focusing and trying to get something, it'll tell you, here's a list of all the things in those various tiers. Right. So to make a long story short, we saw that, except for folks that play Destiny 2 a whole heck of a lot, most weeks, y'all weren't earning more than a few Ascendant Shards a week. With players who only had a few hours to play, maybe earning one. Armed with that information, we've made two important changes to how exotic focusing is priced. First and foremost, we are eliminating the exotic cipher cost for Tier 2 focusing. Cool. Focusing was always meant to be a way for players to put in the work and pick what they want, and the slow rate at which players can earn exotic ciphers works against that. Wow, they actually have a brain. Bungie, I'm impressed. Uh, secondly, we are reducing the Ascendant Shard cost for both tiers of exotic focusing. Tier 2 focusing will now only cost 2 shards, so most players will be able to get a few extra tangled, sorry, targeted rolls for build crafting per week, if that's where they choose to spend them. Tier 1 focusing already only costs 1 shard, but we heard a lot of feedback that the cost still felt steep. In all that data about materials, we also realized that players don't have enough places to spend enhancement prisms. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> In a meaningful way. So we Not changed the cost from one shard to ten prisms. Okay, okay, okay. So, so how many how many enhancement prisms do you currently have? I just I, I went to look and apparently enhancement prisms are a little long 
the little hot dog shaped ones. I currently have balls. 61. I did have 70 something before the show started. I'm down to 61 already. Uh, I've got I've got yeah. 67 of them sitting here. Yeah. And then golf balls, you're capped at 10, so you can only ever have 10. Uh, of those you have 30 shards. now, bud. They changed that. Ah. Mm-hmm. Well, I need to go uh, go to Rahul and turn in some more then. Because I just you have 10 sitting here. Like, for golf balls, I currently have 22. On me. Like, on my on my character. So, yeah. So, each character's capped at 30, with the understanding that they will not go to your vault anymore. Not your vault, your... Well, they never went to your vault, but you're a postmaster, yeah. But at the same time, you know, before you could only have 20 on your character. 10 uh, on your character itself, and then 10 in the mailbox. So now you can have 30 on your character. So either way you look at it, you've gotten at least 10 more golf balls. You mm-hmm. get on that golf ball train, apparently. Oh, yeah. Slacking over here. Definitely. Well, you got spend your spend your shards and, and buy the golf balls, dude. Buy the, I've buy been the trying to. Yeah, buy the prisons. Then, then then being, then being on the game to spend. I know what? Cheese Forever told me every day I need to go spend my shards <laughs> down because these 11,552 shards I have left aren't going to help me. 11,000? God! Wait, yeah. man, I wish I had that many. I have like 2,000, I think. Well, see, see this, this is the problem of always hoarding materials, think, thinking the day will come where you'll need all these materials and then that day never coming and they just turn the materials off. That, that's been my, my whole... My whole game history with things going, I'll, I'll hoard these and one day it'll, it'll pay off. No, no, it won't. <laughs> just, just spend the things. Don't hoard them unlike I do. Just spend them. Use them. Enjoy 15K. them. Okay. Good Lord, man. Good Lord. Well, I mean, when you max out your prism, your shards, when you max out your shards, you can spend 10 to buy a prism. So at least you got that going for you, you know? I do. Although you I can will. hold 100 shards now, so. <laughs> I can, like I said, just slacking over here. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a really good quality of life upgrade. Why am I dying? That was a really good quality of life upgrade. Almost, was, was uh, I, would, uh, I was sitting here all, all ready for 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 you to start screaming about the cost of things, and now now I'm a little bit disappointed. I mean, you know, I, I try, I'm trying the to. The only thing to get that I would have to complain about is you know they're they're trading one one golf ball for ten charts, which is the same thing. You know. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't really change anything. Team. Oh, instead of using a golf ball, we're gonna we're gonna use ten shards. What's the difference? You need ten shards to make a golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> half a dozen well, in one yeah. hand and six but, in the other. <laughs> they, 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 I mean, the thing is, if you just read this, if you read this, is does this mean that you can just go to Rahul, give him thirty thousand glimmer, ten enhancement prisms, and get the exotic, or do you need an exotic to do it as well? Because I thought you needed well, the exotic. Well, you don't need an exotic cipher well. anymore. I think you still need an exotic engram. Engram. No, no, yeah, no, exotic. Yeah, I think you still need engram. That's it. Yeah. They don't. They don't specify it here, okay. so it's hard to say. But they don't say you it. know, we did before, and right here, they don't say that you don't need it anymore. So one could make the inference that you do still need it. Well, maybe if you go to Rahul and just. Make sure that we're we're telling yeah. the people the right thing. Well, at some we point. won't be able to because this doesn't happen until the seventeenth. But yeah, I mean, I mean, this is exotic focusing. You need to, you, you need you need to have something to focus. So yeah. you need to bring the engram to focus. Otherwise, he's like, yeah, you should have put a bunch of money, but but what? Parody, parody, parody. Present. <laughs> Shh. Deck of whispers. Oh, Deck of whispers. Major Arcana. Major Arcana. How many Arcanas you got? Not enough. Yeah, now they're being creepy. Have you got enough respawn? How many whispers do you have? 
you have me? Would you like to redraw your card? Uh, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. You can do whispering better than me. You should have drawn that one. I don't know what y'all are talking about. If only there was some sort of document you could look at. Bungie put a whole whole article out this week. We're going to make everyone real mad because they're going to turn their volume all the way up. But then at some point, we're going to go back to normal. They already said that you were being quiet, so I don't even think they can hear y'all at this point. Because we're whispering. Because there's some deaf... There's some dev insights. Uh-huh. That's all right. I can adjust this bit in post right. to well, make sure quiet. Whispers, I guess is what you're talking about. There's dev about, insights. Y'all are being Purchasing our inner heiress with a deck of whispers. You're, you're being scary. You actually kind of hurt dev, my ears a little bit. There's a whole dev insights article right. about, about the deck of whispers. Uh-huh. I, and I, I you, see that. You, yeah. you, you can buy. You can buy your own deck of whispers. You can buy your own deck of whispers. Super. IRL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. Yep. it's always fun for them to yeah. show us just a little more behind the scenes, whether it's tech-wise, story-wise, or just further the world of audio. You're you're literally sending shivers down my spine with what you're doing. This is this is I don't know I don't know why it it's is weird. it is spooky season after all. This is no, not you're not spooky. It's, it's creepy. <laughs> how is how is spooky not creepy? How is creepy I don't know. Just stop doing yeah. it. And now I know how to feed into night demons and response nightmares. Uh, what? Respawn. Oh, yeah. Parody. I, I, wa- I watched oh? a TikTok this Not week TikTok. that told me, that told no. me, I did, yeah, that told me if I'd collected all of the cards uh-huh. from this season, uh-huh. if you go to the little table uh-huh. and they're all lamed out, it shows you uh-huh. a prediction in tarot cards cool? on the table. I don't know. Is it cool? How cool is that? Is yeah. And there's a way to read it, which I can't remember. Yeah. And I can't remember which video it was. I tried to oh, uh, have a look oh, back on my TikTok. And it no doesn't way. tell me. No, there's, tell there's, me there's no way to find what you I watch know. on TikTok. You watch it and it goes into the ether. It just, it just no. disappears into the yeah. darkness and into no. the whispers. I, I would either like to say it was Sticky MZ I don't, I don't think it's or It could have. It could be either one of those, but that they told me something to do with the table. And if you collected all the cards, there's a tarot thing there, and it tells you about our past, present, and future. And there's something to do with a law card, with the um, grenade launcher that we got, the ex diaris. Mm-hmm. Um, something to do with Eris giving oh. a prediction on that. Really interesting. That I've, I, I wish I could tell people where to go and look, but I didn't favorite oh, it. So like, I can't. So yeah, if, there you, is something there. if you happen, it has. If you happen to come across the TikTok, then you two can know. I actually, I have a sister-in-law who does tarot reading. I'll have to actually finish the season and go. Tell me, tell me what this means for my character. Should I continue playing this game or not? The answer is, no. of course, yes. No. No, the answer is no. yes. No. Yeah. So, yes. so there's a fancy tarot deck, which again, kind of like the fish pins, awfully tempting, Bungie. But we also have, in addition to the deck of whispers, a mid-season armor and weapon preview. I think. Oh, we, oh, we can get we, loud about that. Or should, should we just like, now that we brought the mood down? Maybe we should just keep keep the mood no, here on no, this, no, no, this no, rain, no, we don't need that. This rainy, this no. rainy Saturday new, afternoon. New, I think new, we should new, just new. keep keep the mood chill and you know put rainy. My God, it, we're in oh. a heat wave over here, Scotland. Apparently, Scotland apparently have got like a a yellow weather warning. They're in like thunderstorms down here in the south of England. It's hot as I can't believe it. it. Is. Anyway, it is currently light raining with 58 American units of temperature outside. It's <laughs> lovely. We, we finally are coming into fall. 
and the fall of Savathun, the fall of Eris Morn, and the fall of our mid-season Armor and Weapons preview. We're at 68 Ooh, degrees here. That's nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, no, it's that's too many degrees. Oh, wait, 60, no, 68 Celsius, you'd, you'd be dead. <laughs> you were talking about Fahrenheit. <laughs> no. If it was 68 in whatever Celsius, you like, you would not be here yeah, anymore. The earth would be on fire right now. Oh, so this is, this is, this is, let's, let's take you back way, way, way back into the whispers. Let's take you back to when Respawn was saying, well, where are those changes that I'm going to be grumpy about? I think, I think this is where they are. They're not here yet. So don't get grumpy yet, but in update 7.2.5, they're coming. They're coming for you. Oh, no. The first thing that's coming for you is the Antaeus Wards. They're coming for you a little less than they have been because the reflective events are going to require a full-class energy to deploy following the, de- following the deactivation of reflective events. Your class ability energy is drained proportional to the amount of damage you reflected. And it also is no longer going to provide improved slide. So less sliding and uh, you could need some class energy to use. So for those, um, let's just say, I don't know, patchy helicopter kittens who have been flying around with Antaeus wards, they're going to be upset about this. For all the other Titans running around with Antaeus wards in PvP, they're going to be upset about this. Or they're just going to, you know, switch to stasis and get that good slide back and then, um, you know, find another way to counter it. But, you know, that's either here or there. Young, young, young Amankara, you've had a good spine for a while, but now we're going to reduce the trip mine bonus health from 100 to 70. And we're also going to remove 50% of the damage resistance. And just, just for funsies, grenade energy is now provided on ability kills instead of damage with abilities. Respawn, take it away. Take it away. Taking away. Aways have been taken. Okay. <clears throat> Reduce trip mine grenades bonus health from 100 to 70 and remove the. What? No, he, he, he truly doesn't listen to the show this. he's on, does he? Anyone? No. We we just we just said that. Um, Do you, this is the one you were asking about earlier. So so I, right, I assume I, I if was, you're asking about. I was about doing it, math. I'm you, sorry. I was too. You math. have no. We're, we're not here for math. <laughs> All right. This um, is not the maths podcast. This is not the math class. No no no. I look at that and go, okay, it's something, something trip mine grenades in my brain. Right. So, yeah. Something, something trip mine grenades. Is it something that's going to be or is it nothing that's going to be? Because it was one of the you. few advantages we had in, in Crucible. Because hunters don't have one shots, right? With one exception, we have, we have, we have oh, one God. shots when it comes to, to our bouncy throwing knife, which you have to bounce off a wall for it to get that extra damage to one shot, right? But let, other than let me that, just say, we don't have one shot. Really, so it's really this... humiliating when somebody does that to you, and you're just like, "I know what happened. I I, I see now what but I happened." I refuse to accept. It doesn't it. it doesn't make me feel any better that that's what happened? Right. Um. But if it makes you feel any better, parody, it's not the easiest thing to pull off. Yes, when you get the bounce, it does have increased tracking, but you still kind of have to bounce it in their direction. Which for people that aren't very good at trigonometry is very hard, right? That so sounds like math again. Get that out of here. It's, it's what it is, man. It is math, right? No, no, no math. <laughs> but yeah, so aside from that, you know, trip mine was the closest thing we had to a one shot. Michael would swear up and down that it one shot you, and I've tested it in PvP against him and against other people, and it won't one shot you if you're full health unless something happens to you first. Okay, so it cannot one shot you. Full stop, right? 
but it did get you close. So it was very easy to get that cleanup kill, right? And a lot of the times, you know, you could get multiple people at once and do that cleanup kill, which for Hunter is really, really good because we don't have anything like a like a Titan Punch that'll get you close or a Titan uh, Fire Hammer, which will leave you with literally three HP. Yes, it doesn't one-shot you, but it is three HP, you know? So it might as well one-shot you at that point. It's three Harry Potters. Yeah, three three Harry Potters, right. So, you know, even though they're saying, oh, it doesn't one-shot you anymore, well, leaving me with, you know, less than five HP, it might as well be a one-shot, Bungie. Now you're just getting into semantics at this point, right? But either way, it is upsetting that they're, they, they're doing that to the trip mine just because people are complaining about it. And this happens every season. When hunters find something good, last season it was the turtle grenade, right? You pop a grenade at your feet, now you have a lot of, you know, defense, and we can shoot people through our ice bubble call it right and, and people everybody complained about that and before that was shatter dive you know so everybody complained about that hunters don't get a whole lot of options when it comes to you know survivability and or one shots in crucible so whenever we find something that gets us closer to those goals yeah we're gonna everybody's gonna do the same thing because it's it's what we have at our disposal at that time right and of course everybody complains about it which makes Bungie nerf it is so strong. Well, so is the, the 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 Titan Flaming Hammer, but that ain't getting nerfed, right? Now the empty swords are <laughs> finally, but you know, you, your Antaeus wards is is a very common thing. But you have other options besides Antaeus wards to either get a one shot or get close to a one shot. You know what I mean? And hunters, we just don't have that. So every time we get something like that and Bungie takes it away, it's very frustrating and it's very aggravating. You know, let us have a thing. You know, let us have a thing. And even if people complain about well, they, it, what they what took thing? away our thing the shoulder charge, our one shot ability. As I just mentioned, charge, you can't one shot. You might anymore. not one shot technically, but it brings people down to near death, which is very easy to clean up with a second punch or one shot with a gun, right? So that's neither here nor there. We don't have abilities that even get you that close, right? Let's look at stasis, for example. I can hit you with a grenade, both of my shurikens, and you still have most of your shield. That's ridiculous. I wasted a grenade and two minutes on you, and I haven't even popped your shield yet. Well, you should be shooting us rather than keep faffing well, about okay. with popping all well, these other things. Your, just shoot your weapon. What about your, have a shotgun, shoot us. Charge. Why don't you just shoot us? No, you have abilities. That can either one shot or come yeah, close to it. We punch you, but even if we no, but even if we do punch you these days with the shoulder charge, it does nothing because you can melee us twice no, faster because you have, we can get you, that second no, punch off. You have one of your shoulder yes. charges, which straight up yes. in its description disables me for a second. So by yeah. your shoulder charges mechanic, if you hit me with it, I literally can't do anything for a full second. And but by by the time we've got to you, you've already shot us, haven't you? Or, or did or did you just stand no, and watch us run at no. you? It doesn't matter how you got into but that. But then you shot us. You the did fact some of the damage. Is you have this at your disposal. Nobody else does. Nobody else can straight up disable somebody for a full second. Be well, another another Titan could really. You're kind of proving my point there. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. You're 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 doing it like hunters versus 
Titans, but it's like because yeah, Titans we, have so many that's tools the way at your disposal. You know, for PDP, no. So do you? As no, a hunter, you have different you tools at your disposal. You have RS Fine, for example, it gets you nerfed, have... so it's no longer a tool we have. It no longer your does tool... what it's supposed to do. Your tool is the is the movement that your class gives you that no other class can do. Oh, that's, you mean one, the dodge? that's one of your tools. You mean the air dodge that that titans can do that hunters can't? You mean the air dodge that warlocks can do that hunters can't? No, you mean, I mean the regular I, dodge that titans can do can, that hunters can also do? You mean those movement abilities that nobody else has? Really? You can dodge. You can. Yeah, you can so dodge. Can you I'm, is my you point. You're telling me to do that, like. I can't do a like a midair dive and dodge straight, dodge. Come straight down and and go and go invisible. You know, like the one you were telling me to do uh -huh. uh, on the void hunter the other day. You're like when you're in the air, if you you know do the midair thing, yeah. you come straight down and you go invisible. Tell me how that works out for you. Yeah. Well, if you're up in the air behind cover and you do that and you get behind cover, you can do that, but a titan can't. Titan can't go straight down. A warlock okay. can. Every class has some different abilities and different movement tech. Yes, yeah, I mean, but you're talking about has... movement. I'm talking about the the ability to kill your opponent. Yeah, which if you can if you can dodge a brick, you can dodge a bullet. Uh, not it's really. All, <laughs> it all it all goes together. There's but... only one thing that hunters have that actually make us invulnerable during a dodge, and that is mask of backrest. You actually become invulnerable. You don't exist during your blink. But other than also, the mask not, of backrest, not being there, not being there when I go to shoot where you were, and then you're not there anymore. Yeah, and then you've jumped in the air, and then I've lost. And then I have to wait twenty-one on seconds to do that again. Twenty-one seconds. Best case scenario, twenty-one seconds. Uh, by that point, you've killed me, so it doesn't by matter. That, no, sir. What are you talking about? If you dodge, jump in the air, I lose track of you. You're able to shoot me when you, when I don't know where you are, and you know where I am. Okay. Anybody who's seen an Invis Hunter in PvP can tell you we're not invisible. You can absolutely this, see us. This has nothing to do with invisibility. This you has said you lose everything. track. How do you lose track if you can still see me? When when you dodge and jump, I don't know where you've gone. I know you've moved from where you were. I don't know where you've jumped to. Like if I'm behind cover? Because if I dodge and no. jump, you can absolutely still see me. That's what's throwing me off. How do you okay. lose track of me? When I'm looking towards you and you dodge okay. to my right and then jump behind me, uh -huh. That's where I lose track of you. You are okay. visible. Yes, I don't see you. You're uh -huh. in the air above me, looking down at me, thus can do damage. Okay. I need to find you to be able to re-engage with you. This isn't an invisibility thing. This is a simple movement thing. If I can't see you, I don't know where to point my gun okay. or fist to hit you. So I can That's do what that I'm talking about. once every 21 seconds. How often do you get your melee back? I don't know. A lot less than 21 seconds, I can tell Not you that. Not often enough for it to matter? <laughs> yeah, BS. No, no, one, no one's killing anybody with melees. No, but you can get them close to it. Actually, close is not, no, that's close not true. Is not the same. Micah still has multiple melee abilities. Where, that's all he does in Crucible is kill people with melees. So telling me that nobody can do that is false because I've watched it so many times. Right. I mean, you know? Yeah, it happens. I'm not saying nobody does it. I'm saying, yes, it will happen. But right. we've gone off on this now deep tangent on, yes, different classes can do different things. Yeah, but it's I'm not I'm not going on the tangent about different classes do different things. I'm upset about you know hunters don't have a lot of one shot or even close to one shot things at our disposal, right? And every time we get something that's good, Bungie nerfs it. You know, even the throwing knife we had that had some amount of tracking, even that little bit of amount of tracking, and I'm talking about pre bounce, right? 
If, if you bounce, yeah, the tracking does increase. Like like we talked before, if you're good at trigonometry, it's your best friend, right? But if I'm just throwing the knife at you, and I have to get your headshot because it's not going to kill you otherwise. It's not even going to take away your shield otherwise. But if I if I if I'm throwing it, it used to have some level of tracking, which would make getting those headshots a little easier. And then even that they've nerfed. You know, we don't get the same one shot abilities that Titans do, and we also don't get things like an empowering rift like warlocks do to give them the extra damage when it comes to their weapons and things like that right we don't get that so the fact that every season hunters might get one you know and they get taken away like the past couple seasons it was trip mine grenades like i said before that way before that was shatter dive you know we get one thing every so often and you guys have all these things at your disposal and it's just not fair and people keep talking about but hunters can dodge and so can Titans and Warlocks, and Warlocks can do it in midair, <laughs> where we can't, you know? So your, your dodge excuse is invalid because the other two classes can dodge too, you know? They're slowly chipping away at Hunter identities by everything the Hunters have, they're giving it to the other classes while not giving Hunters the things that other classes have, you know? Yeah. So shall we talk about weapon archetypes? Yes. Okay, so weapon archetypes. Submachine guns. Bungie have said we don't like you that much, so we're going to increase the recoil globally by 10% and reduce the mouse and keyboard stability bonus from 20% to 10 So it's going to feel a bit more bouncier. There you go. Auto rifles. They love auto rifles. We love auto rifles. But they have reduced the ADS damage falloff scaler from 1.7 to 1.6 for rapid fire auto rifles. So these are the, uh, what have we got for rapid fires parody? We have the Rufus's Fury, and then we have the Ideon's Ally. So Husk of the Pit and the new one, Necrochasm. We have Rufus's Fury, the Crate. We have Both the Chroma Rush. And Dark Decider. There you go. Uh, so uh, those are your rapid fire ones. And then... The adaptive auto rifles, they've reduced the ADS damage fall-off scaler from 1.7 to 1.6, so basically the same. But they've increased the base damage from 14.25 to 15. They've decreased the critical hit multiplier from 1.6 to 1.55. Critical damage goes from 22.8 to 23.3. Adaptive so, frames are your yeah. old Sterling, your the forward path, uh, Perpetualis, uh, Scathe Duty Bound. Yep, everyone's favorite Gnawing hunger Last and breath. summoner both. Forward path, yep. yeah. All of those ones. And precision auto rifles. So they've reduced the ADS damage fall off scaler from 1.7 to 1.6. And the Amet AR4, they've tuned the zoom from 17 to 15. So because they were able to experiment with the new freedoms that separated the zoom from damage fall off. So they're going to play with that one because you guys have been playing with it too much. They too said much so. grenade launching. Yeah. And the other other precision frames other than the Amet, which really, why would you need one? Uh, the Seventh Seraph Carbine, the <laughs> Fire Fright, and then also the Braytech Werewolf. So if it comes back, maybe it's a thing to care about. Maybe it's not. I'm not Fire here Fright, that was the Pulse? Auto Rifles. Fire Fright? No, no, Auto Rifle. Auto Rifle. Fire Fright. Craft, yeah, yeah, that you craft can craft. Auto Rifle from Season of the Haunted. 
Yeah, Seventh Era of Carbine, Breakneck Werewolf, like you said, Breakneck, a horror story. So, yeah, there's, there's some interesting ones. ones there. So, spooky ones. Pulse Rifles. They are going to increase the damage fall-off range at zero stat by one meter. And the aggressive Pulse Rifles increase the ADS damage fall-off scalar to 1.8 times. And then they have some lovely little um, charts of what the Season 21 base zoom is for SMGs, hand cannons, auto rifles, auto rifles, pulse rifles, and pulse rifles. So that's base and aggressive, high impact and base. And then the Season 22 ADS damage fall-off scaler and the mid-season, again, mid-season. What, what week are we in now? We're week seven, Bungie. So week eight obviously. is mm-hmm. next. Uh, yeah, no, oh, mid-season. So if there's 14 weeks no. in a season, mid Mid season wow. comes week, Listen, week eight or nine. Week, week, two, week two to like week fifteen is mid season. It's just all mid season at this point. It's either it's either the first uh, season, the last season, the rest is just mid season by Bungie's calendar. They just have they just have three <laughs> blocks: start, end, and mid. Okay. Yeah. I think the most of these are slight changes anyway. To yeah, you. I think you will feel them if you kind of are using those weapons. All the time. If you're always using hand cannons, it's something you're going to feel. The same with the SMGs. Uh, it's it's always something. And the same with the pulse rifles, I guess. I mean, auto rifles, I, sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't. It depends yeah. on what weapon sometimes you're going, you kind of going like up it. against. Sweet, you know, they made that little tweak, mm. and then sweet business was a little more fun to use. So, yeah, it's, it's like these are all little tweaks. And, you know, in the coming weeks, people will tell us, hey, this one's this one's a little better, this one's a little worse. Hey, this... This change, and also, you know, in in, in um, connection with this other change, makes this particular weapon or this particular perk very good. So you know, again, just it's the shuffling of the deck of going, oh, let's let's take our tarot cards, let's let's draw deck. some new ones, and then let's do a new reading on which weapon should be dominant. This uh, this this part of mid season. <laughs> so fusion rifles, a general, they've reduced the minimum damage f- that fusion rifles can deal after damage fall off from fifty percent to forty five percent. Sniper rifles, there's a twofold change here. So, in general, they've decreased the airborne accuracy penalty by 20%. So, sniper rifles are now accurate at base when they were pre uh, airborne effectiveness with the Icarus mod. So, pre before they started fiddling about what with airborne is, effectiveness, back to that. Stronger now. That's always fun. Yeah. And then, if you put the Icarus mod, if you put the Icarus mod on there, and then you have the Warlock chess piece that makes you hover and gives you more airborne effectiveness, you get 100% airborne ah. effectiveness, I guess, possibly. I'm guessing at the 100. Don't quote me on that one. But yeah, you, you can, yeah. So, but the aggressive sniper rifles, they've decreased the body shot damage from 157.5 to 135, but they've increased the critical hit multiplier from three times to 3.5. Uh, adaptive sniper rifles, they've decreased the body shot from 131 to 119, increased the critical hit multiplier from 2.95 to 3.25. And the rapid snipers decrease the body shot from 90 to 85 and increase the critical hit multiplier from 3.25 to 3.45. So I listening again to, I think it was the the firing range guys, I, I could see where they're going with this. They're kind of rewarding people that actually do the headshots rather than kind of that cheap body shot, whip out my hand cannon and then shoot you again kind of thing, which I you kind of agree that, with. They're also increasing I mean, the, they're making hand cannons more effective at longer ranges too. You know, yeah, yes, rifles. but 
the decreasing people from just kind of taking body shots and then trying to one tap you with a mm. hand cannon. So it might just be a body shot and then you have to two tap with a hand cannon, which is a little bit more difficult because if you see that coming, you might be able to get to cover. So that is a good kind of change. So it rewards people for that are good at sniping, which is how it really should be. Because if you if you walk into that headshot range or in that line of sight and, you, you know, you're stupid enough to do it because I do it all the time, then it's your yeah. own fault. Yeah, it's me. That's yeah. You know, I see the red glare <laughs> and then I go, oh, I wonder what's over here. Yeah, and this is something they do say is, you know, if people are going, well, this is going to harm harm snipers in PVE. They do say this is a change that they're also making in season 23. They'll be buffing sniper rifle PVE damage across the board by a flat 15%, which will more than offset the damage, the, the decrease and increase of their precision damage against all targets. So basically, you know, snipers are going to get that 15% PVE buff to sort of compensate for some of this. So instead of, instead of saying this is a PVE change, this is a PVP change, they're just saying we're making this change to all of them, but then PVP, we're going to bring them all back up again a little bit. Something they did point out in the firing range was that this might then still people will lean a lot more into bows like they mm -hmm. have been doing recently. So like the blunting with the bow and then the hand cannon thing. So I, I'd, I'd kind of get set for a, like they'd do something with bows very similar to how they kind of adjusted the sniper rifles going forward. Maybe not next season, maybe a mid-season patch in season 23. And something I I, I kind of realized the other day was Season 23 is going to be our last season. Nobody's last talking season about that. Our last season. After that, we've got Lightfall. And then we've got the episodes, mm -hmm. haven't we? Oh, that's Season's end. 20, episodes 23 is, is the last one. Yeah. The end. Game's over. Turn off the service and go home. Yeah. <laughs> go play Anthem. Not Anthem. Uh, Marathon. Anthem. Shotguns, like snipers, they wanted to make shotguns with um, wanted to make shotguns with minimal a investment and feel more usable. So they've decreased the airborne effectiveness accuracy penalty for precision slug, slug shotguns by twenty percent. So slug shotguns are now accurate as at base that they were pre airborne effectiveness with the Icarus mod. So slap an Icarus mod on there and you'll be amazing with it. And they decrease the airborne pellet spread penalty uh, for pellet shotguns by twenty percent. I will still not be amazing, but I'm glad somebody can be. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, Destiny Fun Police with his slug shotguns. Perks. We have improved Perfect Float. Perfect Float has strong benefits, but the duration was too short for something that just improved stats and required extended combat. So they increased the base duration from 6 to 10 seconds, increased the extended duration from 7 to 12. Kickstart. Kickstart is one of the most popular damage perks on fusion rifles, and it allows them to have both sustained damage buffs and faster charge time without a difficult activation cost. So they've reduced the damage bonus provided by the perk. In the people, what Kickstart does? It, it kickstarts the, the the weapon. How? What does that mean? Well, you you run along the floor, and then you kick the floor, and yeah, no, you gain. <laughs> You gain bonus damage and charge rate during a slide after sprinting for a short there duration. I know what I'm talking about. I do, yeah, I but do they don't the is the problem. Who's <laughs> they? Point those the people listeners! Out the people that we're trying to pander to. Okay. <laughs> well, well, in that case, perfect float is uh, being in combat for a moderate time, increases the airborne effectiveness, and reduces flinch until you are out of combat. Look, Parody's on board. Yeah, but you didn't call him out on it. Actually, I didn't hear him. I probably yeah. would have. <laughs> so, 
See, it's just because you're speaking Night Demon and he's totally checked out for a while and then came is back. That's, I, yeah, I really it, do check out, man. It's not even funny. Is it because I was rolling my R's again? Is that what happened? No, uh, just, again, I checked out. I wasn't paying attention. Very similar okay. to whispering. He just hears your voice for such a long time and then he just checks out entirely and goes, all right, a podcast. Yes, that thing. <laughs> this, yeah. this is where I am now. Yeah. Have what you checked out Rahul for us? Have we got an update on Rahul? Rahul. It's it's not until next season. I know, but what is the cost now? Is it like you have to use an exotic engram, or can you just go and use glimmer and shards and oh, pick up any great. kind of engram? Uh, pick up a, a, a thing from him. Uh, just yeah, you, you definitely anything. you definitely have to use an engram for sure. But I'll, I'll okay. check what the other prices are uh, after this. Fair enough. Yeah. So checkmate. They made some minor tuning coming for checkmate control, increasing the score from 100 to 125, so that you can feel more sucky when you, your team gets beaten. 125 zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not what that's meant to do. But they've also increased or decreased the frequency of heavy ammo, which is quite good, from 90 seconds to 180 mm. seconds. So, that's a nice go. change because a couple of times there was there would be someone who would just pick up heavy and hang out with their machine gun and just use yeah. it for the rest of the match, basically. Just go, this is mine. I'm just going to hang out here and just, you know, a couple of shots and you're dead every time. That is one thing I saw people saying is is that you know it felt it felt like too short a game and that's sort of again I didn't play enough of them to really think about it that hard but they were pretty quick matches and and you know if again if you're in the middle of the pool like you know all of us here you know the matchmaking was pretty quick so it'd be like game game matchmaking game matchmaking it would all go pretty quick back and forth but if the games you know with the games going so quickly if your matchmaking is taking a couple of minutes or a little bit longer to to find you matches. It, it it would be a lot of sitting around waiting for a match versus getting to play in a match. So, you know, making them a little bit longer isn't terrible. Yeah. And then they've got a host of future PvE changes coming in the future. Ooh. And they don't want to tell, tell us anything about them. But, As usual. Yeah. But uh, there's a sneak preview. Yeah, there's a, there's a little sneak and, peek. Um, they increase the base PvE oh. damage for glaive, projectiles, and sniper rifles. Ooh, glaives. Ooh. Increase the base a glaive projectile sniper rifle. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. just listen. Just stick the glaive in the sniper rifle and fire it. It'll be fine. Similarly, yeah. yo, uh, inc- I can get behind that. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, see exactly. You might be on this. It'll work great. <laughs> also, uh, more damage against minor combatants for both pulse and auto rifles, and uh, greatly increasing damage against champions for revision zero and vex mythoclast. So those are all things coming in the future. Not now. But what about vex and whatnot? Increased damage against champions. Oh! In, in the future. Oh, they're also yeah. really excited to finally get the glaive rework into our hands, including some changes to the uh, exotic class glaives to make them more effective and enjoyable to use respawn. They're never going to be used. More I effective and enjoyable. They uh, are going to be used. Don't they, you? They can be as enjoyable as they want to. Nobody's going to use them because they don't give enough for the slot that they occupy, man. It's it's not going to be a thing. But what if I want to have all the bubbles? You can have all the bubbles, but the time it takes you to recharge it is not is not that great. And you're taking up an exotic slot for for that man. It's it's not worth it. They they never. I don't see honestly speaking how they can ever make exotic glaives worth the slot. Legitimately speaking, here. Huh? If y'all have ideas like how can you make an exotic glaive actually worth it, by all means tell me. I, I want to hear your ideas, but from my standpoint, I honestly can't see it. I think exotic glaives were a good idea, but badly implement, implemented. Excuse me. 
One day. One day there will be an exotic four that'll be great, and then they'll nerf it, and then everyone will go, we don't use these anymore. Well, that, that, that's already happened in the heavy slot. Yeah. I'm saying <laughs> history will repeat itself, just like the Destiny 2 cutscene archive has been updated. So if you'd like to also repeat history, uh, Season of the Worthy, Season 10, Season of Arrival, Season 11, Season of the Hunt, Season 12, and Season of the Deep, Season 21, to so go from 12 to 21 there, have all been added to the archive on the YouTube. So if, if you're saying, hey, I'd like to rewatch these cutscenes or watch them for the first time or just uh, put them on to fall asleep too and let the voice acting lull you to sleep, those are all up on uh, Bungie's YouTube channel. And now there's some support. To players. Oh. In report form. Give us a player support report then, please. I suppose I will. Uh, Crota's End Emblem, they're, they're still working on the whole getting you the emblem thing. Maybe they got to you, maybe they didn't. You know, if you have it by now, you know. If you don't, then you will one day. Look, just just give it to everybody that actually walked into the abyss. Mm-hmm. That'll do. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, there, there's only three known bugs. Good good job. We fixed everything else in the game. There's <laughs> nothing else There's ah. nothing else to worry about. The only, the only things... Or the photonic vest is currently unable to be transmogged. So no transmogging your tra- your uh, photonic vest. Your oh. hive sword will occasionally consume a player's enlightenment, but fail to be picked up in, in Crota's Reprise. That's it. Just, you know, just a minor minor hive sword issue. And then um, continuing to investigate ongoing reports of error codes in Destiny 2. So that's it. So, huh. so transmog, sword not working, uh, game throwing errors. Now, is this because of the DDoS attack still happening? Who knows? Because they mentioned it and said they didn't like to mention it, and that's the last we'll ever hear of it. Is it other bugs? Is it, you know, other people up to nefarious nonsense? Who knows? But, I mean, knock on wood. Again, I haven't played that much this week, but it's been a much more stable experience for me, and Respawn is able to play after breaking his destiny for some number of weeks. I see him live on (laughs) Twitch right now, so it's working overall. But yeah, yeah. I guess they got tired of telling us the same known issues every week, which if you're curious if the, if the bug that you care about has been fixed, known issues article link in the show notes. But those are the only three they're going to tell us about. Everything else is great. And then, uh, and then destiny is purple now, which I mean, it's always been purple. purple? It's, it's void. Yeah. Destiny is purple. It's our movie of the week. Oh, so you can go watch it. Destiny is purple. Uh, we've also got, uh, bow to punch too fast for them so if you want to watch some sweet bow gameplay it's there and then um the art of the week is killed us all because our light has faded away so oh. sorry everyone we're dead now and then there's well, we've a, been dead for quite a while parody <laughs> yeah that's true and then there's a hunter hiding behind a rock from a bunch of green worms coming to steal his light yep, so uh you know is that green worms or is it the threadlings it may think it's threadlings but those are clearly green worms Listen, I've no, they look like I've, I've played this game long enough. I know what a worm looks like. Oh, okay. Ooh. But do you know what a worm, worm sounds like? No, what does a worm what? sound like? Squishy, 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 squishy. <laughs> no, that's a dinosaur again, isn't it? I, I don't I know don't how to distinguish him with a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, fun fact, and I can definitely quote this from TikTok because I did save this video. Uh, Sticky MZ on TikTok. Uh, went over the end cutscene. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because I don't want to kind of upset anybody. But the sword that is actually being used in the end cutscene is the Night Terror, and it's a weapon that we can get from the moon. I thought that was an interesting kind of tidbit there. So if you have, if you know, you know, like Respawn says. If, if, you, if you've completed the story and you know the no, then you know the now. I don't know the, no. the sword now. So there you go. That's answered the question. What sword it is? There. There we go. Asked and answered. Yeah. 
No, well, nobody actually asked, but I found it quite interesting. Okay. Well, some, yeah. Somebody certainly did. Uh, I would also like to ask a new question. Perfect. Have Ooh. you watched any other videos this week that are worth sharing with the fine people? I have, and I'd like to keep up with my, my sneaky beaver videos ah! for for respawn and everybody else to check out because they have been dedicated in keeping us informed of all the uh, crota's end challenges so we have where is it uh the equal vessels equal vessels a master challenge from sneaky beaver so that's week three i think it is yes ear ute and then next week uh, he'll have the final one which is crota uh, we have lee buff from astacross Hunters can survive anything with this PVE build with Le Monarch. And uh, I think it's the, uh, is it the Gwishin Vest? Yeah. I can't remember now. Right now. Yeah, just a void weapon. And yeah, I mean, that's not a bad build, but to be honest, the Wave Splitter is so much better no. for that build. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, yeah. Le Monarch. Wave Splitter. No, because as the cross is... No, Asacross tells me it's Le Monarch. Yeah, well, it is a good build. I'm not saying it's not a good build. I'm just saying Wave Splitter is better. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you told well, you. It's not. It's the yeah. It's the It's the chess piece for the hunters and Le Monarch. Hop- yes, that's correct. Habuken, yeah. And it gives you a breakdown of being on a Night Stalker, all the mods that you kind of need, mm-hmm. and all the artifacts. So you don't need any artifact mods. Nope. Uh, he also says that it is easy, and it's kind of new player kind of built for kind of being... Out of... So the whole, it's the whole build, because it's what I'm using right now, except I'm using the Wave Splitter instead of Le Monarch, right? Is no, use Le Monarch. Wave Splitter. What Simple, is easy to use, and beginner-friendly, and survivability. Constantly going according this, to Asagos. And then you get overshields, and then you get healing. So overshields, healing, constant invis. And if you're using the wave splitter, you get constant wave splitter max damage. So, yes, sir. Thank you. Two wave splits. Mm-hmm. Mm. I do. Because it's amazing. And if you enjoy really long podcasts, like listening to the Guardian Down, Guardian Hub, or even us, when we really go on a tear and go for like four or five hours, then you're going to really enjoy Fallout Play's latest video, which is five hours and 43 minutes long. Every weapon perk in Destiny 2 explained and narrated 2023 edition. Wow. Now, he does... Even Fallout doesn't just, have videos that long. What the hell? He does he just does literally now. read you all the kind of perks. I mean, there's no gameplay of kind of showing you how they work, but he, he will explain it all oh, to you and give you... A, and rate them, but I'm only... I'm, <laughs> I'm about two hours in. I haven't haven't finished watching it for the whole of the podcast. But you may be able to get through five and five hours and nearly six hours worth of video okay. um, before me. Important question: Are they time stamped? So if I go, yes, I need to know. Okay, because I'll be you know as the new perks come in or a perk is like, hey, this is the best thing. I go, I don't, I don't remember what that is and if I should use it on this weapon type. So yes, there are beautiful timestamps. So if you're going, what does what does this thing do again? And why should I care? That is that is dedication, and that is a thing of yes. beauty. Because yeah, I I so many times are going. Should I care about this perk? Like I read what it does, and I'm going, yeah, but but does it though? Does it really? <laughs> and it's all in alphabetical order as well. Is it now? 
That's yes. fancy. Yes, that is beautiful. That man said, "I'm putting out the heavy hitting videos and going on vacation." Goodbye. He's like, "Y'all <laughs> keep talking about Fallout, yeah? Fallout, look at this. I got five hours to your one, and yeah. they're alphabetical and they're timestamped. Almost six hours. Almost. Yeah. Is it almost yeah. six hours? Good. Five hours and forty three minutes and three seconds. That's Not good. Deacon approved in the slightest. I mean, it depends. Are you... Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't think she's ever watched a Fallout video. She might actually approve a Fallout. Mm. Well, this that's across. You said right? No, no, no. This is Fallout. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Why? Why that's was it across? Across? Because as across did the build that you were kind of reckless. Oh, right. was hard. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, things happen. <laughs> And I'll link all the other videos that we talked about all throughout the podcast. But Parody, I see, is dropping some um, links for me to add. So tell us about your links that you want to kind of explain to the people. There are. So one one was the one I mentioned earlier of just, uh, you know, Milan Games, which, to be fair, I got clickbaited into it because it says, I hope Marathon fails. Marathon failing may be easier than you think. Which he's like, no, I don't really hope the Marathon fails. But that was his sort of you know cheeky clickbaity title. But that's where he sort of talks about extraction shooters because there's been a lot of conversation on, you know, what's an extraction shooter? How does it work? You know, what is Marathon going to be and how it compares to Destiny 2? And it just had a really good up to and including everyone's favorite MS Paint map of here's how this works. Because the best way to teach anybody anything game related <laughs> is to draw it out in MS Paint. So, you know, he, you know again, it, it, just, he, he, it goes into talking about extraction shooters and what they are and how they work, which, uh-huh. again, is, is a term, you know, that gets thrown around a lot. But I have to remind myself what it is. And if you've never played the Division's Dark Zone yeah. or a handful of the other ones, he lists, he's like, here's the ones I've played. Has anyone heard of these? What no, else because is they've all Division? Yeah, like, honestly. Uh, well, 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 I'll tell you, he, 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 uh, Call of Duty had one. There was a Battlefield one. But he's like, you'll note how nobody talks about them because they either have failed, the servers have been turned off, or just nobody plays them. So, so you know, you know. Apparently, he's a big extraction shooter fan. He's like, right? I, he's like, that's what I play off stream. That's what I play with my friends and hang out. And so he's like, I've played all of these, and he goes on to list them all. And he's like, yeah, you don't hear of any of these. So it may not be as competitive a market as we thought. And if Bungie can do it well, you know, and support it, that may be, you know, it may do well for them. Do we know and if then. Or, or is no. it just gonna be like like is is it gonna be like a Destiny version with space magic, or is it just gonna be another Call of Duty with different graphics? You're you're gonna have to find out when it comes out. out. Okay. Um, but 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 one thing you shouldn't be doing is Fallout plays. It also tells you uh you don't need adepts. Stop it. Stop it. Respond. Stop it. I do though. No no. no. I need to admit. You don't, don't need adepts. Stop it. Fallout says you don't need them. Stop! Stop trying. You don't I, need, I need just, craftable just... adepts. Is what I need. No, no, you don't. Yeah. You don't need them. He tells you no, and I kind of agree. Like, yes, they're they're a step bump. But are, they, are they a step bump that matters? You don't need them. Stop wasting your time. No, Mm-mm. they're stronger than all of its all of its no. counterparts. So mm, are they though? Are they though? By definition, they get a stat bump, and by are definition, they, they can you yes, yes they watch, are. Watch a video and then tell me if they are or not, because I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Quit it. Stop it. Don't do it. No, I'm doing it. And then that was the only Destiny I watched this week. I watched many other YouTubes, but most of those are Taskmaster, and those aren't quite related to Destiny. (laughs) No. Taskmaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's okay. It's for the best. It is. But we did get an email from Calvin this week who yeah. wants to ask us. Who wants to ask us a question? Uh-oh. He has a question, and it regards raids. So this is a good one for you, Respawn. 
What is your favorite mm. past or present? Oh, Deep Stone Crypt, 100%. Really? Past and present, Destiny 1 and Destiny 2? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm very... Paroti. <laughs> Um, I'm going to have to sort of go with the de facto Vault of Glass because it's the one I've spent the most time in and the one I have the most fond memories of. Mm, nice. Well, no, I mean, it, the de facto one of like spending the most time in, it could be for like, for me, is the Dark Below uh, Crota one, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's my favorite. Well, that's just Vault- the criteria to parody pick. What's your criteria? Yeah. What's your yeah. yeah, but, yeah, but Vault of Glass <laughs> is still my favorite because that's, that's where, you know, okay. D1, that's where I had a lot of good times. Up to and including trying to get a British man through flawlessly without dying and him getting kicked over and over again, and many other, you know, <laughs> internet, you know, you know, dra- dragging people through just hilariously under light level, where it's like, okay, you're going to sit in the bubble. That's your job. You're going to sit in the bubble and be safe. If something comes in the bubble, you may shoot it. Other than that, don't leave the bubble. Just don't use the just exotic linear fusion rifle so many, in the bubble. Trust me. So so many good times just. Dragging people again, just hilariously under light level through that raid. Mm-hmm. For, for the new for the new light players, there's an exotic in this game right now, which I will tell you in about three seconds. After night, because you can't remember the name. After night, right. tells us his favorite raid. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, good. You do that. Oh, I'm I'm kind of torn. Either Crota or the Wrath of the Machine. Rock because my those, that's a really, really good one. The, those are the two that I, I think I've spent the most time in, including Destiny 2 now, just adding more Crota. It's just like, <laughs> I'm so familiar with poor old Crota and all the different, like, uh, I could tell you where all the lamps are now because none of them hit me. They just seem to hit everybody else. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, raids are just fun, aren't they? Just... Are. Um, I haven't, I haven't really experienced <laughs> a lot of the Destiny Two ones, but yeah, I mean, even I think that they were talking about this on one of the podcasts I was listening to. It's just like there, there isn't any more hero moments in the raids because Destiny have kind of or Bungie have kind of tweaked them to be like you have to work as a team. Like even getting through the lamps these days, you can't send that hunter through to light all the lamps or even just go to the, the platform and build the bridge so that everybody else can then come through. No, but what you, can it's like, do, what you can do is everybody can get on strand, skip the entire thing, and have one person just activate all the lamps on the way. You can't do that. You can't have one person activate the lamps. We did. Well, one or two. I forgot how we did it, but all of us skipped you must everything. Have, you must have had at least three people activating lamps because you need to pass around the buff and then you get a debuff if you kind of picked up a lamp. There's actually a video discussing this. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Mm. You, you, you might have been able to maybe skip to the parts where you activated the lamps, but then through the through the volley into the thing. Yeah, maybe into the, 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 the charge points. Yeah, but yeah. No, it shows you, you skip. Anyway. So in the beginning, there's a wall, right? And well, Respawn will find the video and we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. And then you too can learn his ways. I know. Crota's wall, skip them for 20 seconds. Bam. There it is. There, there was a lot of epic hero moments, I remember, in like Vault of Glass, with you being the, the last kind of person alive, mm-hmm. or, you know, or the warlock self resing to kind of win um, against Oryx and things like that. It's like, oh, uh, just, I, I miss those kind of things. And, it just I miss the fun of the Wrath of the Machine because there was a lot of kind of 
trying to get people to slide underneath those doors was was such a funny thing everybody running to one side or you know you'd end up with half the team kind of splitting up and going one side underneath the door and the other side going under the door and then you've wasted one of your doors to kind of and you're like now now what do we need to do to get more damage on the boss and running away from the zamboni and then like bubble titans with swords like slashing at the boss and then like getting through there to get the uh outbreak perfected and and things like that it was that was good fun trying to get people through that so that they could get their outbreak perfected um crota was more fun with like just getting people through it you know uh, being able to kind of solo the lamps and go right hold my beer i've got you covered i'll get you through the lamps now i can kind of climb up to this tower and and sword across to the other side i can do that bit i can now go through and we can do this and, and get uh and now we can do the sword and crota that that was fun i I miss those bits but i mean the crota the changes that they've done is also really good fun with the team again not knowing what they're doing and the team that know what they're doing which is all still fun so yeah i i hate to harken back on like the old raids but yeah i enjoyed those those old raids because that's when we had time to play raids and really sit down and enjoy them now we're old and have responsibilities. And now we pop. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we reminisce instead. Back in back in my day, when Corda came around the first time. <laughs> yeah. Back in my day, there used to be a giant fireball sun freaking soda that would chase you on your sparrows, and you'd have a racing league in a raid, and it was amazing. Well, you didn't pick that raid. You can't pick that raid because you didn't pick that raid. Mm-hmm. It was the second one. I really love that raid, but my favorite is. My favorite is Deep Stone Crypt just because the visuals and the weapons are amazing. It's funny how that's your favorite raid, but in every kind of show, you always forget the name of it. Yeah, well, that's just because I have literal brain damage, it's and you always, always hold that against it's, me. <laughs> it's always... I can't remember oh, the name I got of this, anything. Get, and you, <laughs> the hand cannon from the space raid. It's always yeah. the space raid. It's amazing. It's the space raid. Amazing. Delift. It's an amazing space raid. And my son is fussing. <laughs> It'll never not stop not being the space raid. Right. And well, that was and, and, and visually speaking, to this no, day, I don't think there's He's still talking. Mm-hmm. A, a, a raid that's more, more visually stunning. Stunning. Yeah. No, just before we do go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because uh, toward the end of this season, we haven't kind of got any reconciliation with what's happening with Ziva or Arth. I mean, there, there are story beats that kind of lead, lead up lead up to something happening in the lore, kind of, and it's really good with what happens at the end with Eris. And I like the ending. And um, But you then do have to go and listen to the, uh, uh, the little box to find out what happens after that, because I had questions I was asking you guys, and then I found out, oh, yeah, okay, that answers my questions about what's happened after that. It was kind of off-screen things have happened. But going forward... And with people saying about Ziva or Wrath. Now, do we, do you see that? I think a lot of people were saying that the seasons, uh, like the seasons are finishing, but now we've got episodes coming. And where we have the final shape coming up in February, we'll get a raid with that. Do you think that the episode that comes after that, I think that was Vex, and then the second one, was Hive. Do you think the second episode will have a raid in it, which will then deal with Ziva Arath? Or do you think I mean, that it's it is... has got to be coming at some point. 
She's been looming in the Ziva background for years. Yeah, but do you think Ziva Arath is something that we deal with after the final shape? Um, ooh, after the final shape? Is it something that they save for seasons? I I hope. I not, mean, they saved the Vex. Because like the final shape really needs to be us pairing with Savathun and you know the now you know murder hungry freaking uh Eris Morn to fight you know Zivu Arath. You know that needs to be a major thing, not a seasonal thing, because that's a big storyline. You know. No, but just do do we need do we need Savathun to do that, or can yeah. we just take no, we need them out that. by ourselves? I mean, no, I mean we we took out Oryx, we took out Savathun I'm, by I'm, ourselves. It's, or, not, it's not a matter of ability; it, it's a matter of storyline, right? So this whole time she's been on our side without us actually kind of knowing it. You know, um, yes, yeah. she's treacherous. Don't get me wrong, and everything she does is for her benefit. But you know, her benefit has aligned with what has been helping us thus far right up to and including getting rid of her sister so for that not to come to fruition it's going to be a huge waste of storyline man so yeah i think we will have to need zebra wrath i mean best case scenario you know eris morn loses her mind we got to fight eris morn and zebra wrath helps us fight uh eris morn and then from that point we take on zebra wrath you know that would be like the ultimate twist i think you know the person that you know sacrificed herself to help us ends up being our greatest foe, right? And then we have to kill her, and then after we kill her, you know, we, we got to finish off Zebra Wrath, because maybe Zebra Wrath had something to do with maybe corrupting Eris Morn or something. I know I'm flying by the seat of my pants when I say this, and every lore scribe is going to be like, what's wrong with you? I know, I get it. All I'm saying is that's that, that would be a hell of a storyline for, uh, for, for, like, the... the to waste on something like a season, you know, that needs to be a main, a main event. That needs to be a main focus, not just a seasonal. Oh, we put this together here. There you go. Kind of thing, you know? So that's my opinion. A lot of people will probably disagree, but there you go. There it is. Parody. What do you reckon? We saw, I mean, we've seen, I don't know. Eris seemed to make pretty short work of, um, someone in particular at the end of the season. I, I kind of feel like we have our Hive God, and we're now going to take out the rest of the Hive family. As we've worked our way across them, we've got Eris on our side. So, at least until she turns on us and nukes us all from orbit. Exactly. <laughs> right? But with, with that, I mean, like we've had with Elsie Bray, they've introduced time travel and alternate dimensions or alternate kind of realities mm -hmm. of the destiny universe there is nothing from stopping them like I, I mentioned when i said before we found out what episodes were that they could use like seasons at that point to introduce like maybe eris from a dark like universe invades this one and we have eris good versus eris bad that would be good and for we have yes you know that there, there, there are repercussions to that and and things like that so they they could just carry on keep going down the episode route of right this is what's happened here you know the dark future has kind of collided a bit like we have with the multiverse yep. now with them all kind of colliding in the marvel cinematic universe like that these universes are kind of 
crisscrossing and we now, now need to kind of fix it because there's an evil Eris or there's an evil Elsie Bray or Clovis Bray has come back and um, this is happening. Clovis Bray never you know, there's left. So many... <laughs> He's no, no, but from like a, an alternate universe <laughs> right. kind of thing, there's there's so many things that the, they could kind of put into it that, um, that, that, that could just work just because, because they've introduced those kind of, those points of that this could be that and that could be that, so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting, but I, I, I'm hoping that it's going to be a raid after the final shape because I think the Hive are always, they've always said that the, the enemies that we've got now currently in the game are the ones that we're going to be fighting repetitively for the rest of Destiny 2. So we'll always be fighting factions of the Fallen. We'll always be fighting factions of the Cabal and the, the Taken, whatever happens to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah the, the the vex as a as a big thing that you know with the time travel and creating different now that like, would be a great season all the vex shenanigans yo yeah you know and uh, you know what you, you you bring you bring up something with the multiverse right if they wanted to bring Cade back permanently because i'm still an advocate that he's not back he's he's just inside the traveler right but if they wanted to bring him back permanently like you said you know about eris morn coming from another dimension or whatever we could bring Cade back from another dimension too, you know, and that would fit into. But one then of... you could have evil Cade. Well, that would be Cade seven, but yes. No, no, you could still have Cade six, but he'd be evil. Well, that would be Cade seven. Cade seven is no. the evil one. Yes. No, but it could be Cade six. But universe. <laughs> you can't multiverse me. Well, I, I mean, okay. I don't have to. It's already been a thing. <laughs> but yeah. Or is Cade? Is Cade like the Scarlet Witch? There's only one. Mm. I mean, he's already a robot, so I think there can't only so, be one. So, kind of a side tangent, but it is related to what you just said about there only being one. There is a theory in physics that there is only one electron in all of time and space. One electron. It just happens to be everywhere, all at once, forever. So I wonder where you were going with yeah. this. I thought you were going to say, did you know they're making another Highlander film? And I was going to say, yes, I did I know do. that, yes. And, but I thought that's what you were talking about with the, the can only be one. No. So yeah, if, if no. you're a science buff, go go check that out. It's really gonna bake your noodle. <laughs> so now we've baked everybody's noodle. Uh-huh. Is it time for Parody to close the show? Because sure you know how much we like to praise our Patreons because we have new ones that have joined the madness. Mm-hmm. We also praising our, praising our Lord and Savior Night Demon. No. I'm Not just saying. Thing. I mean, it, it's also it's also a thing that happens. Nope. We actually even had a review this week. Oh, the lovely, no. the lovely internet robots who were like, "Hey, you're you're super big in Ecuador this week," or "Hey, you're on the top charts in Luxembourg." Uh, Whitlow twenty on Apple Podcasts on the nineteenth of September has left us a review. A truly amazing Destiny podcast. Five stars. Well, yeah. These three hosts are actually quite lovely. They bring a true, true Destiny gamer vibe with brilliant banter in each episode. Thank you so much for what each of you do for the contribution and quality of each show. You have gained a massive fan. So oh, thank you, Whitlow, thank you. for the I review. Quality is a strong word. I do appreciate the fandom. Thank you so much. Yeah, but no, quality no, it, might be a bit of a stretch. I mean, I mean, he, he says quality. He doesn't say good, bad, or otherwise. He just said contribution and quality. Uh, we each br- we each bring quality to the show in some regard. There's a different quality. Yeah, yeah there's a different all. quality to each of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we all bring something. You know, what we also bring to the show. Patreon. Gratitude, appreciation for our lovely patrons who have gone to patreon.com slash TTAH who said, listen, we watched you suffer through that Master Nightfall. 
We have watched you drag a saxophone playing youth through a raid. We have watched you try and again to speak coherently, read words, and not die in death in the end. While you're not the best at it, we appreciate the effort. We appreciate watching you fail. Just like you're going to watch Iron Banner and go, there's PvP players and then there's you guys. So yeah, I want to wow. give my appreciation oh, to all of these. What? Well, I mean, they, they respawn. They've seen us play PvP. They, I know, they know. but none, PvP none, clubs are bubble ways, dude. None of Golly. us. None, well, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just calling it like I see it. Because you want know to also see? I see the Zep Orbit has been out there in orbit for a long time, not yeah. being threatened with a good time. Well, now K4 is out there going to threaten him with a good time. Uh-oh. So Zep Orbit and K4, you can try to threaten them with good times. Can't be done. So K4, thank you. Welcome to whatever this, whatever is. this is. I'm Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> You know, there again, there is quality and contribution here. There is also the Otter Dance Troop. Again, quality dancing, contribution of dancing. The T-Rex King, the Scarlet KM, BHS Nightcrawler, Mellow Mally, and Dedicated Wham 64 Our best, loveliest dancers. Our grenade throwers, who, again, Human Jacob. I would love to use a different name, but uh, you need to go to the Patreon and like link a Discord or... Or give me a name. Right now, you're just Jacob, and you're hanging out there with a Carver 2782, Golden God 1562, basically salt zombie pops in our Kalant. So thank you for joining again, whatever whatever this is. We thank you. We're glad you're here. And Deacon is still deep in the lab, working on her day one raid team with Dimwee, Gravy Jeff, PP Pipe, and the Drifters Driftwood. She is honing them into a lean, mean, four-guardian four fighting machine. And they will tackle that day one raid. So thank you for each and every one of our lovely patrons. Thank you for your patronage. We en- we enjoy doing this every single week. Night Demon has extensive notes. The rest of us bring quality and contribution of some sort to the show. <laughs> thank you. We appreciate you. We appreciate the reviews. We appreciate the feedback. And uh, yeah, so if you'd like to bring us feedback, if you'd like to you know give us thoughts on what this is, uh, We'll tell you how to in just a moment. But right now, I have to say thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and night team, and your hunter is no one responds in real life. We may have details on that contest coming um later. You'll just have to stick around and find out. You can email the show. And the one that we've currently got going as well, mm-hmm. right? That respawn we've got to judge yeah. at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. All of those. So if you'd like to if you'd like to go, what are you talking about? Or I have feedback, or I have things to tell you. Two Titans and a Hunter at Hotmail.com. And that's Two Titans and a Hunter, all spelled out. No numbers. It's all words. It's also all this is in the show notes. We're also on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, as Two Titans and a Hunter. You know where to find us at this point. Just just type Two Titans and a Hunter into a search box. You'll get there. You can find this show wherever you find your podcast. Follow us on YouTube for each new episode, each weekly update, video and live streams. And uh, yeah, give Night Demon the feedback he's looking for and what you want to see, because he wants to make the things that the people want. So you, the people, tell us what you want. And I will tell you, people, twotitans100.com. That's where you want to go. Every time we say, hey, that's in the show notes, or if you say you talked about that link, or hey, there was that cool video, twotitans100.com has all the show notes for all the episodes. And that's where you can find those. If you want to join the Outer Dance Troop, threaten us with a good time, throw more grenades, or be part of the Crack Deacon Day One Raid team, Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash TTH. If you're looking for a more casual encounter, just want to, you know, throw some caffeine in our direction, coffee.com, that's ko-fi.com slash two times and a hunter. And if you want the thrill of live action, spicy language, and live streams of this show so you can see how the podcasting sausage is truly made, 
twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life. And if you want to keep it family friendly like a proper British gentleman, head over to twitch.tv slash two times to the hunter for Night Demon's Iron Banner birthday week shenanigans. <laughs> so you should go to both those places, hit the bell, hit the reminder, and it will say, hey, this is when these things go live. This is when these lovely humans have gone live because they are very different times in very different countries. And this is where we give Respawn additional chills up his spine. Don't do it. Because now we're at the end of the show. Stop it. Night Demon, do you have any more R's to roll? Respawn to report roundup. There you go. Right. Did that. No, you suck. Uh, it's better, but no. you still suck. Um, <laughs> so other than that, all I have to say is deuces. Destiny 2 Podcast.